not too late. It's not too late. What the fuck's up, everybody? Cult the Dusty here. It's the Kajcast, episode 42. Fuck yes. Can you believe we actually made it this far? Thanks for joining me tonight. I have an awesome show for you tonight. I mean, I guess. We'll see what the fuck happens. As always, you want to support the show? Let's start right out by talking about our merchandise. Got some cool-ass fucking t-shirts. Got these Cult the Dusty t-shirts. Got a soy shower, right? Imagine being the first one in your block to wear the soy shower shirt. and Got it in lots of different colors and shit. So, buy a shirt. Also, uh, yeah, patreon.com for just Kitecast. We're up to uh, $449. I think we were up to more than that last show, right? For some reason, I keep getting a few and then losing a few. I guess I'm pissing people off. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be climbing very fast, but oh well. What you gonna do, right? If you like the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Most of the money I get goes to supporting the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where you rescue little cute dogs and cats and give them forever home. So, if you like what I do, please consider supporting me. And as always, the best way to support the show is Super Chat. Super Chat! Life love the show, Super Chat. No questions dodged, every question answered. Try to ask me something that's gonna stump me. You know, make jokes about anti-SCWs. Whatever. Just support the show through Super Chat. And uh, so tonight we're going to talk about how I had this fucking tweet that went viral yesterday. Holy shit. Finally. Finally had a fucking tweet go viral. Finally, I was the number one trending thing on all of Twitter for like over 24 hours. And of course, it was something fucking stupid that didn't benefit me in any way whatsoever. So we're going to talk about that. And also, I'm going to have a guest on later. Uh, We were having a chat earlier on Twitter about uh, how heightism is a real thing. About how discrimination against short people is, you know, is real. Like... I grew up and people bullied me for my height and it wasn't even that bad for me because I had a, like a reputation of being kind of violent. So people left me alone for the most part, but you know, they did try to bully me on that and it, but it was much worse for other short people. And I noticed I've had, you know, over the years, thousands of short people tell me their experiences and how they have been, you know, belittled, <laughs> no pun intended, and had biases against them because of their height. And so I shared uh, my experience about me being, you know, bullied and, had women tell me they wouldn't date me because I was short. And so I had this other guy, I guess he's some kind of physical trainer or something. He said he's five foot four. And basically he was like, I was obnoxious for daring to share my experience with people. And he's five foot four and he gets all the ladies. So I just need to shut the fuck up and deal with it. So he like begged basically to come on the show. He was like, almost kind of like trying to taunt me into it. Like, you're, you're afraid to have me on? Have me on. What are you worried about if you're so confident? So I guess we'll talk to this guy. That's what the fuck he has to say. I don't know. Anyway, so... Let's just go ahead and take a look at the chat. See what you guys have to say in the chat. How's everybody doing tonight? It's Friday night. I'm not going to do the filter shit tonight because they didn't make any new filters. they got to come up with some fucking new filters and shit before I'm going to be bothered to do that because I don't want to do the same shit over and over again. I just swatted Dusty. I hope you did not do that because uh, that would be very, very bad. And uh, probably you would go to jail for that. People go to jail for that all the time. So that's not even funny to joke about, to be honest with you. Um, what else you got? You're a pseudo-intellectual. Hells yeah. I'm not even a pseudo-intellectual. I'm like no intellectual. What's what's lower than a pseudo-intellectual? Don't know. Anyway, I guess we'll just go ahead and start the show and talk about Jason Momoa. My man crush. God damn it. I have such a fucking man crush on Jason Momoa. Like, I hate this motherfucker, but I love him at the same time because, god damn it, how can I compete with this? How the fuck, dude? I'm doing the best I can, but you just can't compete with this level of good looking and cool and just fucking everything wrote in the goddamn one. Fuck you, Jason Momoa. So anyway, I accidentally spread fake outrage that went viral on Twitter and got shared. Uh, let's see, how many times did this thing get shared? Let me take a look at it right now. Boom. 
somewhere like 116,000 116, likes, 18.7 thousand retweets. It was, like I said, it was the most trending thing on Twitter all day yesterday. And uh, I actually got mentions in all kinds of newspapers, quote-unquote newspapers and shows all across the country and shit. And a fucking course, I finally get trending on Twitter. And it's thousands and thousands and thousands of people telling me in detail how much they want to have sex with somebody that's not me. So that sounds about right, doesn't it? You know, I need to have my own meme. You know that meme like a bad luck Brian? I need my own meme called a deep dicked Dusty. All my fucking bad luck all the time. Like I finally, finally made it to the cover of the New York Times. And I was in a collage with a bunch of people in an article about how right wing shitheads are radicalizing young people. Yeah, there's my luck. Finally made it to the front page of Reddit, and it was a thread making fun of me because I told a joke about how the President of the United States has less power than the manager of a grocery store, and people took me seriously and made fun of me on Reddit. So, that's my life, folks. Just a comedy of errors over and over again. So anyway, uh, what happened basically was I read an article, I think it was in Men's Health. You know, I was just flipping by, and I read for like the moment I go to bed, or the moment I wake up, to the moment I go to bed at night, I just read all the fucking day long. So I read this article about from Men's Health, and like I knew it was mostly bullshit. And I know, like, look at this motherfucker, look, look at this fucking chiseled, godlike son of a bitch. I know ain't nobody really calling this motherfucker fat. I know ain't nobody really body shaming this perfect godlike man. Get get the fuck out of my face. I know that. But anyway, the Men's Health article was basically about how people are body shaming. Uh, Momoa, because he's not quite as ripped in these pictures as he was. Uh, let me see if I have like, in this picture. This was his ultimate ripness. And so, you know, he's on vacation. He had a donut or two, and he's just like bulking, and he's not dehydrated. His muscles are not all fucking dehydrated. Um, so he just looks good. He actually looks better, in my opinion. He looks just like, this looks okay. Yeah, he's ripped. But I don't know. I kind of like this body type better. This is just me more my liking. But anyway. So Men's Health wrote an article, basically, that was saying that p- people were body shaming him. And it was mostly bullshit. They were basically uh, talking about a Facebook post, I guess. I think it was USA Today posted a Facebook post, a picture of him. And a few people were kind of joking around about how he's lost some of his muscle. And a few people were, like, holding him fat. But they were basically just doing it as a joke, right? Nobody seriously thinks Jason Momoa is out of shape or fat or needs to be fat shamed. So I saw the men's health article for what it was. It was just clickbait, right? I didn't take it seriously, but I just thought I'd make a joke about it. You know, I had 5,000 followers. I got almost like 6,000. Now I've got like a thousand in a day because of this, but I had like 5,000 followers on Twitter. And I was like, I'll just make a joke out of this and share it with my followers. So I put Jason Momoa is getting body shamed on the internet today for this picture of him on vacation because he's fat now and has a dad bod. And I'm officially never taking my shirt off ever again. As long as I live, not even in the shower. And uh, so the next thing you know, people fucking outraged. I can't believe somebody's body shaming Jason Momoa. Fuck you, motherfuckers. He's the sexiest man who ever lived. I will come to your house and I will murder you and your children if you fucking talk bad about Jason Momoa. And it was really interesting. Like half the comments were like, this must be fucking men's rights activists. They're just jealous of him because he's fucking chiseled and they're fat. And then the other half was like, this is obviously just fucking feminist. Feminist hating men. They just have to have somebody to fucking hate on, but they... Honestly, secretly, they probably lust after him. And, like, literally, it's nobody. This is just fake outrage. This is just a joke that I made that went viral because everybody wants to be fucking outraged about something. But 
nope, sorry, sorry, I did not mean for this to go viral, I did not mean, and yeah, here's a few people that were kind of, you know, just talking shit a little bit in that Facebook thread, but they weren't really saying much of nothing, and this one could have gone either way. My goodness, that's all I can say, she, she's probably, like, about to slide up her chair because she's so wet for him, but, you know, you can take anything out of context, and, uh, and I posted this picture, this picture did 20,000 likes, just this picture, and this is a pretty common meme. Her nose is too big, yep. That's typical for these incels sitting around judging women, judging the most beautiful in the world. You know, just on the most minor things, because they're not 100% perfect up to the standards. People seem to dig that. So, anyway, next thing you know, I got a shout out on uh, ET Canada. So let's have a fucking look at that, shall we? Boom. Do it, E.T. Canada. I can't believe you're making me say this. Jason Momoa Momoa is getting body shamed online for his dad bod. Momoa, uh, who is known for his impressive physique in shows like Game of Thrones, he looks so good in that, and films like Aquaman, uh, was vacationing in Italy recently when this photo was taken of him, which prompted a lot of comments about his body. Mean comments like LMAO, he went from Aquaman to dad bod faster than Thanos snap, and someone needs to start lifting again. Yeah, but here's the thing. Twitter was not having any of this, which is great. Jason Momoa was trending yesterday after a lot of people came to his defense, and one of my favorite comments that's gone completely viral now is from at Cult of Dusty One, who posted this. Jason Momoa is getting body shamed on the internet today for his picture of him on vacation because he's, quote, fat now and has a, quote, dad bod. I'm officially never taking my shirt off ever again as long as I live, not even in the shower. That's basically all they say about me. I love how they fucking use my icon, though. My little milkshake throwing icon. Ha <laughs> ha. You guys are supporting Antifa. And yes, I know that's not how you pronounce it. I know it's anti, like your anti, your Antifa. And some people say foe, Antifa. But I say Antifa because it's so much cooler to say it that way. So anyway, that's what happened to me. Guess you can kind of say I'm a fucking big deal. A little bit of a legend and, uh. Yeah, 115,000 likes. That's some Trump numbers now. So I guess that officially means I'm the president now. Hells yeah. Get your bribes out because you're going to need them. So what you guys got to fucking think about that? Your boy's up on goddamn Twitter ruling all over that shit. Oh, yeah, T1J. I'm going to have him on eventually. He's a good guest. We're going to talk about him. We're also going to talk about a little bit later about uh the video that I did where I went on the drunken peasants and I debated him three on one about Trump. Uh, right when Trump got elected into office. So we're going to watch that video, and we're going to say, hmm, who was right? I mean, we have a little bit of time. We have two years since he's been president, and we can, like, look at it and examine his presidency, and we can see kind of what he's done and see who was right all along and who was incredibly full of dog shit. So we're going to take a look at that in a minute. Uh, what do you guys got to say? I'll read the Super Chats in a minute. Dusty has made it. The big leagues, yep. First the New York Times, now ET Canada can't stop me. I'll take you down with me. Dusty 2020, fuck yeah. And T4, yep. Uh, Dusty Press for Life. Fix this country, Dusty. I'm all over it. I'm going to fix the shit out of it because I have that power. I have the vision. No doubt Jason knows about Dusty now. He's coming for him. I wish like, I could hang out with Jason Momoa for a little bit because I fucking love that dude. Like, if there's one dude I have a man crush on. That's one of, I guess I, that'd probably be it. That'd probably be the one dude I would say is probably the most perfect dude on earth. So, fuck Jason Momoa. Love and I hate him at the same time. Yeah, I guess I do the super chats before I move on. Super chats. I have two super chats. We need more super chats, please. Like button of the show, super chats. Support the show if you guys want to see me keep doing this. Hey, Dusty, it's Anne again. What's up, man? How you doing? Can you give a shout out to my little brother, Andy? We both enjoyed your content for years. Thanks for taking care. Hey, what's up, Andy? Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate and love you guys. 
Very generous. Rave Newman, $5. If Jason Momoa has a dad bod, then I must be clinically obese. I know I am. Fuck, I ain't. Like I said, never taking my shower off again. My shirt off again, even in the shower. No one's ever seeing that shit. Of course, that's a lie, because I spent, like, pretty much the entire day fucking naked. It's been so goddamn hot here in Mississippi. I just nude it up all the time. And I'm sure my neighbors are getting a show, because, like, we don't have curtains on a lot of the fucking house, and I just walk all the way through there with my package all fucking out. My uncircumcised dick just flapping in the wind like a tiny elephant strunk and shit. But I don't give a fuck. Soak that shit in, dudes. Soak it in. It's glorious. And, uh, all right, more Super Chats, please. Lifeblood of the show, what you guys got to say. I think Henry Cavill's also per- uh, Henry, yeah, Henry Cavill, as I pronounce it. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy, pretty good-looking guy. Uh, I used to have a crush on this girl, and she would always tell me that her most perfect guy was Henry Henry Cavill. So, fuck that guy. She had, like, a thing for Superman for some reason. Uh, people do know muscular people lose fat faster. Yes, they do. Uh, muscle burns more calories than fat. Really, all it is is thermodynamics, right? Uh, if you burn more calories than you take in, then you lose weight. That's all there is to it. Tell the elephant truck, yep, it's not that tiny. It's only like seven inches, but it is gray, wrinkled, and hollow. So right there, boom! All right, let's continue on with the show. I guess next up we'll talk about uh, this the short shit. Guys been keeping up with this. So I guess this little bitty uh, short dipshit um, went viral recently. I feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, holy shit, he did—he does not make himself look good. So, uh, I guess he's in a bagel shop, and he feels as though the women in the bagel shop are discriminated against him because he's short. He is five foot tall in real life, and uh, he is angry, has a Napoleon complex, and clearly he has been bullied very viciously his entire life. And he has incredible low self-esteem. He's ready to fly off the head. And look, I'm not trying to defend this guy, dude. This guy's a fucking douche. He obviously has deep issues that go well beyond just how short he is. And the fact that he's short is not the end-all, be-all to why he can't get women. There's clearly uh, personality issues and and obviously, like, physical issues. Like, he could work out more. Even though you're short, it doesn't mean you have to, like, be chubby. You can, like, work out shit if you're short. So, lots of things he could do to improve his eyes with women. Although, being short is... I don't care what anybody says. It's a huge thing in our society. I'm going to talk more like about this later. I'm going to show the, uh, the studies and shit that actually prove this is true. It, not that I even fucking need it. I mean, all you have to do is go to any fucking dating site and, and look for about 10 minutes, and you'll see all the women that say, no shorties, basically. If you're under six foot tall, swipe left. I don't want you. And that's just, you know, that's been the experience of so many short men. We've like, millions of us have given people our experience. And a lot of people are just going to be like, shut the fuck up. We don't care about your experience. But, you know. The experience of short men is completely valid, and so I'm to shut the fuck up and not share their bullying experiences is incredibly cheap and obnoxious. It's just like if you did that to anybody, like a, if you did to a black person or a gay person or a fat person, anybody, you know, uh, we deserve to share our experiences and stories and try to make society more equal and fair, just like everybody else does, and telling us to shut up and get over it, we're snowflakes. That makes you kind of a fucking douchebag. But anyway, this guy is a fucking douchebag, and let's have a look what started all this. If you're great women, why is that okay? The great, why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. Who said that to you here? Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? Huh? I'm not standing, pal. Enough, enough. You shut up, too. You shut the fuck up. No, go ahead and attack me, Jake. 
Oh my god. I just wanted bagels. I just wanted bagels. I recorded the whole thing. I mean, you did ask for it. You specifically told them, like, why are you getting up in people's face, dude? so small like obviously they're just gonna push you down and lay on top of you it's just so clearly like i said this dude has severe fucking issues and they go well beyond just him being short and it's obvious why he is an incel and why he can't get women but that doesn't stop the fact that yes we have a heightest society you know there is a such thing as tall privilege and short men are belittled in, I hate to say that word belittled in our society but they are they're belittled in our society they're put down they're demonized and a lot of it has to do with uh i want to say uh reasons that are justified because some of it is like an evolutionary thing some of it is, is like a, a carryover from when big strong tall cavemen had to protect women and shit uh which, which is basically gender roles that are kind of outdated now because of moder modernity. It's kind of made a lot of these gender roles completely outdated. Um, but some of the reasons that people, not just women, it's both men and women. I, I, growing up, I was probably bullied by men way more than women. Um, it's this toxic masculinity thing where we have a view of masculinity that basically excludes shorter people um, or tries to exclude shorter people. And it's totally valid to talk about. It's totally valid to talk about the different types of privileges. Like I said, it's just like top privilege is one privilege. Um, I, yes, I, I was rejected by women in my life because I was short. And yes, I was bullied by dudes because I was short. But I mean, it didn't have that much of an effect on me. I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but anybody that has paid attention to my dating life at all knows that I don't have trouble getting women. Like I, I have a pretty amazing record with dating. So you can like overcome it, obviously. It's just like one thing, right? It's just one thing, one privilege that you have to overcome. And like I've had other privileges that have helped me overcome it. Like luckily I'm fairly handsome. I'm okay looking and I'm reasonably intelligent. I'm slightly above intelligence and I'm, I'm white. So I got the white privilege thing going for me. And I, uh, and I was lucky enough to have a good upbringing and stuff. So I have lots of different privileges that have helped me overcome being short. Uh, for those of you wondering, I'm five foot seven and a half, um, I guess. That's what I think I am. My sister's 5'8", and I'm like two inches taller than her, But so there's no way she's 5'8". So I think I'm 5'7 and a half. But anyway, yeah, you can overcome it, but it is something you have to overcome, and it is something that people get bullied by, and and like I said, millions and millions of short men have been sharing our experiences with people, and our experiences are valid, and we have statistics that show that our society has biases against short people and rewards tall people. And yes, you can overcome it. Yes, you can overcome it. But it is something you have to overcome. And it's, you know, to say that most women don't care about it or that or that men, you know, that they shouldn't worry about it. They should shut the fuck up and not share their experiences. It's just bullshit, right? We, we, we have every right to share our experiences just like everybody else. And we have every right to examine the biases people have and try to uh, ascertain whether the biases are based off something justified or not. And if they're not, we can change them. That's what we always do with, you know societal biases so anyway uh he was interviewed after this went viral and he did another interview where he did not redeem himself in any way whatsoever let's have a look at that what happened yesterday morning the same thing that's happened in all my life people think they're better than you because they're taller than you or whatever and, and uh i went in basically to uh order a bagel sandwich and the indian woman who had never helped me there before didn't seem to understand the concept of, of uh, egg whites. So after saying it about three times, and I verified, she goes, okay, I understand. I says, okay, fine. Then she's, she's doing this with her mouth and looking at people and smirking and laughing, and I started to feel like I was 
being maligned or you know I was I was I made felt like I was less of a person you know and you know how people are when they when they with their faces and they're degrading you and stuff so finally I took it and I took it and I says miss I says what are you laughing at I says I'm a frequent here so now they're acting like they didn't do it which got me mad but I you know then from that point on that's when the people jumped in and my whole life people feel that they could attack me they could um, you know, they, they would jump me from behind, punch... You were literally up in the guy's face telling him to come on. You were instigating the whole fucking thing because you have little man complex and you obviously feel that you, you obviously have low self-esteem because of it. And, uh, you know, I understand, I understand. Like, it can be very hurtful to think people are making fun of you, but you have to handle it in a, in a more mature way, you know? It's okay, like what you're doing now. It's okay to, to tell people, hey, I've been bullied because of my height. You know, I've, been, been, I've had women reject me. Specifically, they've told me it's because of my height. It's totally okay to share those experiences, but you can't let those experiences get you down and make you mean and angry because that just – it's like a, a snowball effect that just makes it harder and harder for you to ever attract women because you clearly have this big chip on your shoulder for being short, and you have to overcome that. So, you know – I, I do feel for the guy because clearly the guy has had it rough and the guy has, you know, been been bullied a lot. But at the same time, you have to handle it better than you're doing. Um, I'm not going to watch this whole video because it's kind of sad, but I think you guys mostly get the point about that. Um, definitely not a very good representation for short people, but I do think it's an important conversation we have. You know, the body shaming of short people, I don't think it's cool. You know, I think our society does. And I, and I think a lot of it is because of the patriarchy, right? We have, we do have, regardless if you want to admit it or not, it is a male-dominated society and men still control most of the media. And the image that is put forth for short men in our society is uh, degrading a lot of times. You know, in our, lots of short jokes in our media and our movies. Uh, short people are, are almost never shown as like ladies men or they don't get the girl even like even shows where they should know but like feminist shows like uh what is that show mindy kaling is on uh the mindy project now mindy kaling is a popular feminist but you look at her show and every dude she dates on the show is both tall and thin like you look at uh what is the other one that was on that show girls the one everybody hates uh what is her name anyway uh leah dunham that's her name even on that show, the guy she dates is tall and thin. You never see her date a short guy. So even feminists, they don't like try to address the body shaming issues. But here's the thing. A lot of people want to blame feminists for the demonization and belittling little men go through. But it's not, for the most part, feminists doing this. It's set up by the patriarchy. It's set up by this toxic masculine idea of what masculinity is and... Uh, and that's been fed to us day in and day out by our media. And then usually that's taller the better, taller the more masculine you are. And, it, and I think a lot of these concepts are totally outdated. You know, modernity has made these things obsolete. And there's no problem with us examining why we still behave and act the way we do. And deciding that it's no longer appropriate for our modern society. So, what else you got? I have a problem with people uh, constantly bringing up Ben Shapiro's height, too. I just think that's cheap. I don't think there's any reason to do that. I think there's plenty of reason to fucking shit on that dude that has nothing to do with his height whatsoever. Um, just like people constantly call me old. That's like the only insult I can think of. You're old. You're old. You're old. Okay. I'm 44. That's cool. But it's just kind of obvious that you don't have anything else to attack me by, so you're just going for the ad hominem, right? So anyway, 
we're going to talk to this guy. Uh, let me show you. He got on. I basically. So she who shall not be named uh, was on Twitter talking about how most women don't really care about height and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. Dude. And that's, you, to say most women don't care about height is, is just ridiculous. Now, will most women overlook your height? Can you overcome that by having a better personality or more money, a better job, being funny, big dick, lots of stuff? Yeah, of course. But do you have to overcome that? Yes. Well, a woman is, a, is on average a woman more likely to date a guy that's exactly the same as you who is a little bit more taller for no other reason than he's a little more taller? Yep. Of course there is. It's just, it's dumb. It's really dumb to say otherwise, and it's dumb to have a problem with men, short men, pointing out their experiences, right? Um, so that's all I said, right? Sorry, but all you Twitter women out there who... Uh, are claiming that most of the women don't really care about a man's height. They're just amazingly full of shit. As someone who has had women mention my height constantly in my life, it's absolutely stupid to bring height heightism is not a huge issue because it is, right? <sighs> I've had specific women tell me, m multiple ones, that they would not date me because I was short. And they weren't saying it to be mean. They were just being honest. And I actually appreciated it because it saved a huge amount of time. Now, is it possible that they were just telling me that to not hurt my feelings, or there are other reasons that they wouldn't date me. I mean, I guess it's true, but I don't take it from the position that I think all women are there to lie to me. It seemed like they were being true. Even my ex-wife told me, after 15 years of marriage, she told me that um, usually guys my height are not her type, and that she doesn't even know how I won her over. And she even said that, uh, you know, you are not my type at all, yet somehow you are. It's weird. That's what she said. And, and she wasn't saying it to be mean. She was saying it as a compliment. But I know she wasn't lying. She was just being honest with me. You know, I overcame being short, but usually that's something to her that she's not interested in. So anyway, um, I was just sharing my experience, but obviously it's not something I let me, I get let it get down. It's obviously not something I let get me down because, you know, my dating record kind of speaks for itself and, I, you know, I got over it and it's fine. Right. But it's OK for me to share my experience. And I was like, literally, the number one thing women say when they're looking for a man is they want somebody tall, dark, and handsome. Tall is usually the first thing they say. So to say it's not a big deal, it's just ridiculous, right? So anyway, uh, this dude, I guess he's a popular um, fitness guy on YouTube or Instagram or something. I think he has like 500,000 followers on Instagram, Jordan Syatt. And so he got on uh, knowing nothing about me and decided to tell me I was obnoxious for simply sharing my experiences. And he says, dude, I'm 5'4", and this is beyond obnoxious. Yes, I'm the obnoxious one for sharing my experience. Yes, women tend to prefer tall men. This isn't an issue. Well, I'm glad it's not an issue for you, but I mean, the experiences of other people who are bullied constantly, you know, it is an issue. I wonder if this guy would be okay by saying, uh, shut up, gay people. Why are you... Bitching about being bullied. Hey, there's plenty of gay people who don't get bullied at all, right? There's plenty of gay people who made it. So just shut the fuck up and get over it. Hey, black people, shut the fuck up and stop talking about how you're bullied to demonize for being black. Hey, there's plenty of rich black people out there. There's plenty of successful black people out there. Stop playing the victim. It's part of life. Get the fuck over it. I mean, if anybody did that, this guy would obviously see they're a total fucking douche, but he doesn't see that this kind of makes him a fucking douche. So we're going to talk about, about about this tweet, about him telling me to get the fuck over it just by sharing my experiences. So let's see if this uh, obvious, amazing lady killer who knows way more about women than I do, and is obviously way more successful at women than I could ever dream of being, let's see if he can teach my incel ass on how to be better at women. So let's call him and see if he answers. Where you at, JS? Come on, man. 
You're the one that want to be on the show. Come on. You kind of go to the end of this. Hello? All right. Yes, I can hear you. I can't see you, though. Let's see. Turn on your camera. I, I literally just, uh, what's it called? I was just uh, DMing you on Twitter. I like, have never used this before, so I'm trying to figure out. Okay, we can just oh. chat. Um, so, let me ask you a question. A gay guy gets bullied and tells people that he's been bullied. Do you tell him to shut the fuck up? It's just part of life. Get over it. A black guy tells you that. Do you tell him the same thing? And why is it okay for you to tell a short person that? I'm super sorry. I, uh, can you repeat that for me? I missed that. <laughs> okay. Would you tell a gay guy who complained about being bullied in high school to shut the fuck and get over it? Oh, dude, I thought we were talking about height. Yeah, we are. I'm asking you a specific question. I'm asking you why it's okay to tell oh, short people. Go ahead. We, we, you're trying to make the different conversation. No, so I'm asking you. A, I'm asking you. So you're not going to answer the question? Is that how this is going to go? Yeah, it is. A, can you answer the question or not? It's a simple question. Would you tell a gay guy to stop bitching about being bullied and shut the fuck up? Yes or no? Would you do that? Oh, God. Are you going to be a fucking weasel? Or are you going to answer the goddamn question? This is already getting a fucking annoying. This is not a hard question. Just goddamn answer it and stop fucking being a weasel. Answer it. Would you say that to them? Yes or no? Alright, I'm already sick of this guy. Fuck off. God damn it. If this guy's not going to fucking answer my fucking basic questions, then just go fuck yourself, dude. Seriously, that's so annoying. We're talking about heightism. Yeah, I'm just asking you a basic question leading into heightism, dude. You can answer the fucking basic, simple question without being a weasel about it, alright? I'm going to ask you about that, and then I'm going to ask you about black people, and then we're going to talk about heightism. That's how our fucking interview works. You ask questions about lots of different shit, dude. You start off with what we agree we're going to talk about. God, dude. Seriously. Like, it's all screenshot. We all have it. We are talking about that. I'm asking you. So you're not going to ask the question? You literally did not ask one thing about height. We haven't. You want to talk about height? Talk about height. Dude, this show is. Shh. This show's three hours long, dude. It's a long, long form content. We ask questions and then we. I'm sure, dude. You're super excited. Are you super duper excited? Okay. Teach me how you get teach me how you get all the women. Teach me what I'm doing wrong and, and why me sharing my life experiences about being bullied and, and uh rejected by women is makes me obnoxious for sharing public, but you telling me to shut the fuck up about it doesn't make you obnoxious. Explain that to me. You did. Get the fuck well, get the fuck over it. I mean that's that's the, pretty much saying shut the fuck up and get the fuck over it, right? I it's it's literally on the screen right now. So So read read the tweets. I am. I it's literally on the screen right now, dude. Can you not see? Oh, sorry, but no, I can't see anything on the screen. Sorry, but the women on Twitter so here's the thing. Eighty percent of what you wrote. Oh and shit, hang on a second, dude. Wait a second. I think I accidentally fucking stopped my show. No, wait a minute. Where the fuck is OBS? Disappear. Hang on one second. We're having technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Where the fuck is OBS? Is that it? There it is. All right. Boom. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, dude. I'm sorry to get up so upset, dude. I just like I had this thing when I ask people questions and they weasel and they don't answer that. Like it's when it's a really simple question, I, I get mad about that. So I do apologize for being for being upset with you about that, and I'll try to be more patient. I respect you, and I appreciate I appreciate the debate tactics. Like I understand it. I just. 
I was super excited, super duper excited to talk about this because <laughs> I know it's not, I, I'm a dope, I'm a dope. Okay. I love, I love social media and I mm-hmm. love how I could stumble into your tweets out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And I could, and I'm gonna, first of all, I want to apologize because I came in hot. I came in way too hot. I don't even know how I found your tweet. But, and I apologize for coming in aggressively. I shouldn't have done that. So I'm sorry about that. Okay. Um, the, the interesting thing is, I, it's another Pareto principle, like the 80-20 rule. I, the 20% of the stuff that we disagree on is probably going to be 80% of the stuff that we discuss. And the original tweet that I came in hot on, again, I apologize about that. You said, I'm sorry, but the women on Twitter right now claiming that most other women don't really care much about a man's height are just amazingly full of shit. Yes. Do you have a problem with that? No, I... I agree. Most women like tall men. And I'm, I'm five foot four. Like I'm, I very much understand that most women tend to attract to a tall man. I, I agree with that completely. Um, and most people, people who would deny that are either ignorant or pandering or just. Um, the part that I don't agree with, where you said. Um, Stupid to pretend heightism is not a huge issue. And that that is just I don't think it's an issue. That's really where my contention is. All right. You don't, I don't, think, don't, I, you don't think that there is discrimination against short people at all that's an issue that should be brought up and discussed in our society whatsoever. I think it's one thing to say and that's one of the great things about being able to have free speech and have discussions like this. I love it. I love being able to bring it up. I don't think it has negative side effects that make it a huge issue you 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 don't think it has negative side effects that make it so the millions and millions of men who tell you their experiences of them being bullied for being short or rejected being short you just dismiss that outright and say that their experiences don't matter to you because they don't match your experiences and you don't think it's a problem right I i would never say their experiences don't matter i think everyone's experience matter what i also think is that if you talk to most people at the throughout their life, they would say, you know, but I wouldn't change anything because I'm stronger because of it. People, they go through bullying. I went through a lot of bullying as a kid, especially because I was short. And as you said in your tweets, you know, it's something that you have to overcome. So but it's good? Life, or, or should over- we address that? Should we tell people not to bully because other people are short and we should stand up against bullying, right? It's okay to point that out and point out what's wrong and a bad thing and share our experiences about it, correct? Sorry, I misunderstood. Can you just repeat that? It's bad to bully people for being short, yes? I think it's bad to bully people for anything, yes. Okay, and it's okay for people that are bullied for being short to point out they're bullied for being short and try to make it to where other people don't bully people for being short, right? Absolutely. Okay, so what's the problem with me sharing my experiences about being rejected and bullied and other men being rejected and bullied? Why is that obnoxious to you? Let me read it, and I'll explain why I thought it was obnoxious. Um, Okay down in your tweets you said that you were five eight yes and and i'm five four and cool. in another aspect of your tweet you were talking with someone who is taller than you and saying well you don't understand because you're tall like you're six feet or something so you don't have the same life experience as me correct your line of thought on this i don't know if there's like the shorter you are the harder it is i'm assuming that you would agree that like someone who's a, a guy who's four foot four would have a harder time than a guy who's five foot four who would have a harder time than a, a guy who's six foot four um and if that's your line of reasoning, then that would mean you in terms of heightism. Now, I'm not saying that's true, but if that's your line of reasoning, then that's the standard reason that's what you're saying. And 
what I'm saying is I thought it was obnoxious that you were saying it's that heightism specifically around the fact that women are not as attracted to shorter men on a general basis is a huge issue. Not that men get bullied, but that well, on an attractiveness yeah, scale. Well, you didn't read the tweet, though. You know that you only have like 240 characters, and so you, you put a tweet, and then you expound upon that tweet in the thread. And so usually when you want to have an educated view of what the person's talking about, you read the entire thread instead of just reading the one tweet and then having a knee-jerk no, reaction so what about did it. I and also, sometimes you look up the person to see who they are instead of just having a knee-jerk reaction. So you have some context behind what they're say? saying. You didn't bring up bullying in the entire tweet. Well, I mean, we did talk about other things in the tweet, yes. We talked about, you know, what my the, wife said to me and, 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 what, what, and, and other people. And like lots of people in the tweet, they like gave their experiences about, you know, how they were bullied and mistreated for being. So the entire thing was... was the main, your main tweets, which were over a day ago, which were saying that women... Tend to find men. You even use the example, tall, dark, and handsome. You were not talking about bullying. You were talking about attractiveness scale, which we were, again, I agree with you. Well, the bullying is we're part not of, the bullying is part of why women find tall, dark, and handsome to be the most acceptable. It has to do with the the patriarchal the patriarchal society and how uh, it's basically set up this toxic masculine view of what masculinity is that belittles short men. And that also feeds into how women view men, because that's basically the image they see in the media and whatnot. And that's what we're trying to get get at. You know, that's what we talk about on this show. Okay, so all right, I'm I'm seeing more and more where we might disagree, and I respect that. Um, I do disagree with that mainly because. No so you don't believe? Do you believe in a patriarchy? Do you think men run society? I don't think that men run society <laughs> okay you don't think men run society okay so 100 percent of the presidents 90 percent of the politicians 90 percent of ceos 90 percent of billionaires the vast majority of people in power in this country all men yet you don't think men mostly run this country is that your position who votes those people into power well i mean we don't vote ceos into power so right but, ceos but yes, generally most CEOs come into power because they started a business, not because they were hired into a CEO. The vast majority uh, of CEOs started a business. And the people who are voting into power are men and women. We have equal voting rights. So don't you think the patriarchy has something to do with why women are more likely to vote for men over women? Why don't you think women vote for women? What, what Do you think women are somehow, you know, just dumb? too dumb to vote for the women or do you think there's probably a societal reason that makes them more likely to vote for men you can't put those words in my mouth. that's not that's not what i said no i'm not saying that's what you, you said. said i'm asking you a question you're, you're correct you're right that was wrong that men are in power simply because that they're in positions of power in government for example but the why do you think that is power what? are men and women and the reality is that if you look at those positions of power they're designed to serve us, to serve the citizens, and the citizens are the ones putting them in that position, and it's equal voting rights. Why, so though? Why do you think women are more likely to vote for men than women? Do you think it's probably because of societal pressures to do so, or do you think there's some other reason? I don't know if that's accurate. I don't think that we've ever had as many women running as men, so I don't think it's it's a fair assessment to say women are less likely to vote for women why? because we haven't had the same number of women running as men. Okay, why? Why don't you think more women have run for office? Do you think there's probably societal pressures that keep women, make women more or less likely to run? No, I think it's individual preference. <laughs> so 
it's just women choosing not to run. There's no societal pressure. Women have exactly the same pressures to run as men, and they're just choosing for some reason. So what reason are they choosing not to run, do you think? Why do you think that there aren't more men staying at home? Is that all based on societal pressure, or is it more individual yes. decisions? Yes, that's to do with gender roles, 100%. That's what we're talking about, outdated gender roles created by the patriarchy. That created by the patriarchy, or is that just individual decision? Uh, it's Well, I mean, it's a decision based on societal pressures because of the patriarchy. My question is, are you saying that individuals are not strong enough to make their own decisions based on what they believe versus they're just only doing things based on what societal pressure says they have to do? Because uh, you're definitely not. That. Societal like, pressure plays a huge role in deciding what everybody does. That's the way culture works. It's kind of our operating system that programs us all. So, yes. No, our operating system all... is our own personal decision making. That's why we thrive. That's the survival of the fittest. You make your own decisions based on what you believe to be right. If you want to blame society, that's one thing. But I would prefer to focus on the individual's responsibility. And It's not really a blame of society. It's just understanding reality. You know, Society you does put pressures on us for everything. And you blame patriarchy for this. You outright said it's the patriarchy's fault. So you are blaming society. Well, I'm okay, cool. I'm blaming the patriarchy for what the patriarchy does. But I mean, that's... It's not necessarily blaming society for what you're doing. It's just pointing out that there's societal pressures that cause you to you do the things that you're doing. Why aren't right? more women running? You said, why aren't more women running? And if you place that blame on societal pressures, not on women's right. individual decisions, and why aren't more men staying at home? Or why aren't more men taking I, nursing jobs? Or why aren't more I, men I, teaching I, in elementary school? Because just because, of, it's because of societal pressures? <laughs> because of the patriarchy in our culture? Even when you look in societies that they have these opportunities for people to choose or to, where they have more equal outcome things where men will maybe be put into more elementary schools or more nurses. They end up their happiness rankings decline and they end up leaving. And, and the performance. What, standards what are you talking about? Get some specific examples. Of what, what country are you talking about? What exactly are you talking about? You have to get specific example, examples. So for example, if you go into and you have more of the options in terms of, all right, so we're going to have, we're going to deliberately put more men into more teaching roles in elementary schools or into more nursing roles, whereas maybe they didn't want to do that, but that's what we're going to do. Then, And you put other people in positions where they might not want to be there, but just because you want this equal, equal yeah, opportunity. This is not – you're not being very specific though. Can you give some kind of specific study you're talking about or what country you're talking about? Because it just seems like you're kind of just pulling this out of your ass. Be specific. Do you have some kind of study to back up what you're saying? But I don't have a specific study, no. But I can, okay. I can look them up if you'd like. Okay. Let's just move on. Um, did you know that the vast majority of CEOs are above average height? I'm going to read you this. Uh, in fact, Mal Gallagher in his best-selling book, Blink, takes this argument to another level. I polled about half the companies on Fortune 500 list, asking each company questions about its CEO. In my sample, I found that the average CEOs were just a shade under six feet. Given that the average American is 5'9", that means that CEOs as a group have about three inches on the rest of their sex. But this statistic actually underestimates matters. The U.S. population of about 14.5% of all men are six feet or over. Among CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, that number is 58%. Even more strikingly, in the general American population, 3.9% of adult men are 6'2 or older. Among my CEO samples, 30% were 6'2 or taller. So do you have any explanation for that? You don't really feel like a cause, like a correlational... So it's just a coincidence that... Right. It's just a coincidence that 3.9% of men in normal society are 6'2 or taller, but 30% of CEOs are... Just total coincidence. Has nothing to do with their height whatsoever. Nah. 
I mean, that, I'm, that's five what I'm, I'm five foot four and I'm a CEO of a company. That's it, like as anecdotal, right? That's what you call anecdotal evidence. I'm talking about straight out statistics here. 3.9% and the regular population, yeah, you 30%. Know, you know better than anybody's statistics can be manipulated. And this is just shit. So do you have any statistics or any evidence that, that counter this whatsoever? Are you just going to ignore my statistics and provide no counter statistics of your own? You're just going to give me an antidote that you're five foot four and a lady killer. And so the world is right with short people. Is that what you're telling me here? I'm definitely not a lady killer. That is for sure. I'm a five foot four short. No, you were giving me, you were giving me shit. You were talking about how I need more confidence. That's why I don't do good with the ladies and shit when I was making fun of you about it. So no, I never said you didn't do all ladies. You were the one who was saying that you didn't do all ladies. I was making fun of you (laughs) because you don't know anything about me. So I was basically just giving you shit. I said you coming know, on I don't there. Know about you. I, I, know, I you didn't know anything about me. You didn't bother to research or do one second of research before you commented on me and told me that I was obnoxious for what I was saying. I, I understand. You're 100% right. I apologize. You couldn't be bothered. You couldn't be bothered to look into anything before you commented. You're 100% right. I apologize for that. So back to this study. 3.9% of adult men, 6 to a regular population, CEOs 30%. So we're just going to ignore that and say that's bullshit or what? What other aspects of CEOs are there besides height? I mean, there's lots of, this is one we're talking about. See, suddenly you don't want to talk about heightism anymore. That's all you wanted to talk about before. Suddenly you want to change the subject. We're talking about heightism, right? You don't, think, you're talking it, about, you don't you know, think it has anything to do with their height. Is that what you're saying? You, you don't think that height has any advantages whatsoever for CEOs or people in the business world. Is that what you're saying to me? No, no, absolutely it does. Okay, then what it are you arguing with me for then? God damn it. Because it, Shit, dude. you are looking to be, the, and, and maybe I misinterpreted it. Of course, height has advantages, but okay, let's talk about that. Okay. Most jockeys, horse jockeys on horseback, they're under five foot five. Uh huh. A professional jockey, and you're over six foot. Right. There are very limited advantages to being short, but overall, it is actually a huge disadvantage. So you can point out very small advantages, but you can't ignore the fact that overall, it's pretty much of a disadvantage. Glamorizing the CEO position, but what about other positions? position that you glamorized there are other like not everyone wants to be a ceo okay well thanks for coming on dude i appreciate it i guess we're done here um, come about, on I mean, you're gonna leave now yeah i don't think you have anything to offer no. me like this is just dumb like it's really fucking dumb you're basically like the statistics don't matter i mean there are jockeys that do well so who cares if who cares if ceos are i mean it's just silly i said that Heightism is a real thing. People are discriminated against because of their height, and it's perfectly okay for us to talk about it and point it out and try to make society better, right? Well, what is your problem? I very much agree with you that we should be able to talk about it, which okay. is why I don't the, want to really, the, I will talk about it. But can you be at least – you have to be objective in this situation where you're looking at a CEO, but when I bring up another profession, all of a sudden you don't want to talk about it. Why no, is the CEO the only profession you, you want to talk about? When – Short men, millions of short men are telling you about their biases and about how that they're mistreated and bullied and rejected by women. And your response is, get the fuck over it. Don't you understand why that makes you a fucking douche? It's okay for us to talk about our experiences. You know, I, I can talk about my experiences and still get over it. I can talk about my, my past experiences with women rejecting me because of my height. And that doesn't mean I still don't have confidence in myself and still get women. Both things are true at the same time. We don't have to shut the fuck up and get over it, dude. We can talk about this stuff. Honestly, I would love for you to talk about it. We, I have been talking about it. We have had a whole conversation about it this far. I, and I appreciate it. And no, very sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you willing to have me on the show and talk about it because most people aren't willing to have these discussions. So very much thank you. I appreciate this. I just don't think it's a huge issue. 
talk about it. So, I, so I the think millions of men that tell you otherwise, you don't think that they're telling you the truth? No, that's not what I said. Okay. Well, what are you saying? I'm saying that everybody in life has advantages and disadvantages. Mm-hmm. And I would very much encourage everybody to talk about the things they struggle with. Cool. And they should just say, you should tell them to get the fuck over it, right? You should let them talk about it and you should encourage them to talk about it because it's good to bring out the stuff out in public, right? And you, don't, you don't tell gay people who are bullied to get the fuck over it. You don't tell black people who are bullied to get the fuck over it. You don't tell like, fat people who are bullied to get the fuck over it. And you don't tell short people who are bullied to get the fuck over it. You listen to them and you try to, you know, be empathetic as possible and try to help them make society more equal, correct? Without any, like, to be as fully honest, I'm super impressed with but the issue is you put words in my mouth. You don't let me. <laughs> I literally have your words on the screen right now, and I'm highlighting them. I'm highlighting you saying, get the fuck over it. So you're, it's so funny that you're saying this, but I'm literally highlighting your words to everybody. I'll read the whole tweet so everyone can read it. Okay, they can Dude, read it. It's on, screen right, it's on screen right now. They can, they've been reading it the whole time you've been talking. 5'4". Dude, I'm 5'4", and this is beyond obnoxious. Yes, women tend to prefer tall men. This isn't an issue, even though millions of men are telling you it's an issue. There's no need to play the victim. It's not playing the victim by simply talking about your own personal experiences and trying to make things more equal. It's part of life. Yeah, no shit. We all have advantages and disadvantages. No, I disagree with that. Get the fuck over it. Your words. So, I just read it to you, dude. That's douchey. What you just said is fucking douchey. I respectfully disagree. Okay. Cool. Anything else you want to add? I think we're good here. All right. Later, dude. Thanks. All right. So that was that guy. He exists in the universe. Anybody wants to check that guy out. God. What the fuck? What do we think about this? Short people invented climbing. Yep, true that. Uh, Jordan also follows Candace Owen. Big shocker. He's definitely a conservatard. Uh, Yep. And I know. That was boring. I'm sorry. I tried. Um... Dusty, he's a dude telling short people to get over it. Yeah, I know, right? It's tokenism. It's just like black people. Oh, black people make it all the time. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking about it. Stop playing the victim. No, we should be able to talk about our fucking experiences without being told to get the fuck over it, right? Um. Anyway. Let me read the Super Chats and uh, see what you guys have to say about that. Super Chats! Light blood of the show! Super Chats! Facials and Jason Momoa. Dusty breaking the internet left and right. Center. Yep, I know. Imagine if I mix the two. Jason Momoa giving somebody a facial. And here's the funny thing. On my tweet that got seen like 115,000 times, I misspelled his name. I spelled it M-A-O-M-O-A. So, uh, but you know, that's about the most on-brand thing in the history of on-brand things. Me mispronouncing or misspelling somebody's name. So it's all good. Um, and Ratbag's back. What's up, Ratbag? My best friend Ratbag's back, uh, $49.99. I love short people. Hells yeah. Short people make the world go round. We're the ones that can pick stuff off the floor for you. It's all good. Why do you think, or who do you think is ahead in the Democratic race and why? Uh, I think it is Joe Biden. I recently read that Bernie Sanders is cratering in the polls and Joe Biden has secured his lead. um, And I think he will be the nominee. And that sucks. That really fucking sucks. But what are you going to do, right? No, that's our, that's America for you. Thank you, uh, Ratbag. I really appreciate that, man. Good to see you. Why is it called a Napoleon complex? He was like 5'7", which is pretty tall for that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess because uh, we kind of have a modern view of things and because he was considered short, even though 5'7 is not really that short. Um, And I guess he had a really big attitude, really big personality. So I'm assuming that's why they call it that, but I don't know. Good question. Um, Hey, Supreme King, what's up? 
Thanks for joining me, man. Appreciate it. Pure Bird. Uh, thanks for the frequent streams, Dusty. Hasn't had any lag issues lately. It's a pleasure watching every week. Yeah, man. Like, I don't fucking know what happened, but I had this TV. It's a, it was another Samsung TV, and apparently that was causing all the fucking lag on, lag on the show. I, how is that even possible? I didn't even know that could fucking possibly happen, but I've switched out my TVs now, and now the lag is gone. So... There was no way for me to ever fucking know that that was going to happen. Like, there was the TV I had plugged into my goddamn computer that was the problem. Like, how are you going to fix something like that when it's impossible to know? So, anyway, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Ray Dubin, what's up, dude? The problem with short guys, or guys short guys like him, is that his lack of self-esteem and explosive anger is a reflection of all guys who are not tall. Yeah, you make us look bad by doing that. Like, I understand if you're bullied for being short and stuff, but you do have to kind of take it with more grace. You don't have to get the fuck over it, and you don't have to shut the fuck up. But you do have to, you know, not not allow yourself to become an angry douchebag over it. Because, you know, everybody gets picked on for one thing or another. And while your feelings are totally relevant um, at the same time, you know, you got to take it in uh, in context. The Supreme King 99, I'm 5'8". Woohoo, about the same height. I worked out now. It's irrelevant to most women. Has shortcomings improved yourself to a point that shortcomings is irrelevant? Body shaming wrong, but we got the right to their own preference. Yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, there are some women who say that they have a preference for not dating black men. And do you think that's a valid pre- preference? I don't. I think that preference is based on biases, and I think it's perfectly valid to examine those biases and understand why you have those biases and then overcome those biases, you know? And people say, oh, it's perfectly valid for them to have that preference. Oh, okay. All right. Not all preferences are valid, right? You know, some preferences are based on biases that should be overcome, and there's nothing wrong with examining them and trying to overcome them. If you put a man in a situation he already didn't want to be in, he's predisposed to disliking being there. Men don't teach in preschool because of the women's gender role. Okay, I don't have any problem believing that. Um, yeah, society forces men and women into different categories, into little boxes and stuff, and if they try to walk outside those boxes, they get shoved back in them. And so I definitely understand why uh, some women prefer certain jobs and some men prefer certain jobs. It's because of the patriarchy. But I know that's evil. I know I can't say that. I'm an evil SJW by even admitting the patriarchy is real, even though it's totally fucking real. H.S. Ross, Canadian $10. I think your guest was referring to the gender equality paradox, finding that countries with more gender equality have a smaller proportion of women in STEM. Check Wiki for basic intro on references. But I mean, don't you think that there's an... In those countries still... That there is a uh, societal pressure to keep women out of STEM, you know? Is there a society that's completely equal? And if if there is, then what is it that is keeping women out of STEM? Is it just something genetic about them that is making them not want to go into STEM? Or are there societal pressures? I think there are societal pressures. It's It's like the argument about the rape culture. You look at Sweden, and Swedish women have a much, much, much more higher high incident of reporting rapes than American women. Why is that? Well, it's because of the rape culture. They have less of a rape culture than we do, and so they feel more comfortable about reporting rapes, and it makes it less likely that men are going to get away with rapes in the future, right? Um, I think it's the same thing with uh, with gender roles in this country. Uh, Pure Bird, $5. Dusty, not proposing legislation that makes women like short men. He's asking what, that people aren't harassed. You're responding with, get the F over. Yeah. I'm just asking that we examine our biases. Like I said, I think a lot of these biases are caused by like an outdated system of gender roles. Back in the old days when cavemen had to be big and strong to protect you from other cavemen. But now we have guns and, you know, weapons and police force. And there's not any need for men to be these giant hulking beasts anymore to protect women. I mean, I 
have never had a single moment's problem protecting any woman that I was in a relationship with. And I'm only like 5'8", right? So it's just outdated roles. And modernity has made these things obsolete. And it's perfectly fine to examine them and address them. That's what a, a modern society does. And that's how we evolve. Um, could your guess point be that there is a little we can do to change the difficulty shorter men have a track? No, I don't. It could be that's what his opinion was, but I don't think that that's true at all. I think, like, in the past, all right, let's take Asian men, for example. In the past, Asian men have had very, very little roles in our media that have put them as the uh, romantic interest of the woman, that have painted them as, as, as sexy or attractive. And because of their representation in the media, Asian men in real life have had a harder problem, uh, you know, finding acceptance with American women. And then the more and more and more we have these sexy versions in the media of Asian men, the more uh, opportunity Asian men have in real life because it, the more it normalizes being in relationships with Asian men, stuff like that. So, yes, addressing this stuff and changing the media has real life effects on people's behavior in real life. You know, that's what we've... We found this repeatedly by studying our media and, and the connection with the society's behavior. So that's the whole point of representation, right? Representation makes makes these things normal. That's why we want representation of gay people in movies. That's why we want more uh, positive rep representation of black people in movies and transgender people in movies because it makes all these things very normal. It normalizes them to society and it affects people's behavior. And it's the same with short you know, short man. If we had some really good-looking women on these movies who started dating short men and made it more socially acceptable, that is a big part of the reason women don't date shorter men. It's because tall men are a status symbol in our society. You know, ooh, he's tall. Look how tall he is. Ooh, oh, Julie got her a tall man over there. Sexy, tall, drink water, you know? Because a lot of, and a lot of it is personal choice. Sure, a lot of that's probably biological and, like I said, a remnant from the caveman days. But a lot of it is because of the media representation. And yes, we could change that. And yes, it would make a difference in society if we addressed it and changed it, in my opinion. So there's no reason not to talk about this stuff, not to try to, you know, make society better and more fair. When Napoleon died, he somehow mistakenly measured to five foot two. That's why he called it a Napoleon complex. Okay, I did not know that. That's good to know. I guess uh, they didn't measure him correctly when he was laying on the gurney or whatnot, so. Bad on you. Um, found why British propaganda cartoons during the Napoleonic Wars portrayed him as short. Okay, so it's propaganda. Good to know. Good old-fashioned propaganda. Um, also, Bernie isn't cratering. I forgot to mention that. Oh, I, that's good. I hope you're right. I read it in an article. That doesn't mean it's true. I hope he's not actually cratering. I hope they're just trying to say that to try to make people not as excited about his presidency because I still want Bernie to be president. Still rooting for him. Love me some Bernie. Dundian, uh, in physical jobs, including mine, things are designed for average men, which makes these jobs more, both more dangerous and difficult, slow for short people. Okay, what is your job? Don't know, but we have like lots of things like, you know, forklifts and cranes and all kinds of things where your size and strength Really, is not that necessary for most jobs anymore. Like I said, modernity has changed everything, you know, forever. So there's no reason for us not to re-examine all these roles and see if they need to be updated. Bernie isn't cratering. The effort to engineer the perception that he is is what's happening. To push him into the I'd vote for him, but he won't. Okay. Well, I hope that is true, and I'm just going to go ahead and say that it is because I like your take on it. Um, don't believe the Taylor Poe hype. Okay, I won't. Bernie for the win. Love me some Bernie. Hope he fucking takes the whole thing. Chat, regular chat. God is gay. Hell's yeah, gay as fuck. Uh, shut up. We'll do. 
because I'm better and I know more ignorance is bliss. Right? Cool beans, cool beans. The wage app kicks in when women have children. True that. Uh, I'm pretty sure God's a dyke. Pretty sure God don't exist. All right. Let's continue with the show. I have a very short video segment. Right, let me talk about first part of the video segment. Let's talk about my fan Dan. Um, I don't know how many of you knew Dan, but uh, Dan Barrett was one of the backbones of the atheist community, especially in the San Francisco area. Um, just like of all the people I've met in my life, one of the greatest people I've ever Such a good dude. Holy shit, dude. So anyway, he's dead. Um, my, my buddy Dan's dead. I'm just looking for the link here. Um, anyway, I guess I don't have to find the link. I can just show you the video. Um, one of the greatest guys I ever knew in my life, Dan used to carry a, a kit around with him, a homeless kit, where he had all these dollars he got from the do these items he got from the dollar store, like deodorant or socks or toothbrushes and toothpaste, and he would walk around and he would try to find homeless people to give it to. And uh, just such an amazing dude. So I want to play this very, very short clip of him giving stuff to homeless people in hopes that it'll inspire people. Because that would have meant a lot to him. Yeah, about the Chris and the sweet meat. <laughs> says sweet meat over here. There we go. Sweet meat. This is Dan's ancient pipe. Get it going good. And then let that fucker go. <laughs> That's what happens to everybody the first time. <laughs> that was a hell of a hit. <laughs> and now he's giving stuff to this homeless guy. So anyway, I just wanted to play this in memory of Dan and hope that inspires other people. Okay, I have to move on and stop talking about this before I start crying. All right, what next? Um, I guess we're going to the video segment. Short video segments. I didn't really find too many videos, and so, like, I don't play shit if I don't like it, so. Alright, let's take a look at this one. I already played this one. You guys have probably seen this one. Um, I played this one on the Super Secret Live show, but apparently this was a white supremacist who was trying to burn down a synagogue, and it did not go well. This is fucking hilarious. Love to see this shit. Boom! <laughs> That's what happened to you! Look at him, he's fucking on fire still. You fucking racist piece of shit. Talk about instant karma. Love to see that bullshit. But anyway, let's watch it again. Let's watch him get fucking toasted. Pouring his gas in before picking up a can and pouring petrol into the building. Like, what could possibly go wrong? Gonna burn these Jews down. Gonna show you Jews. Fuck you. Goddamn running the world. Owning all the money. Hollywood and shit. Take this, Jews. Uh, boom! Take this white supremacist! Yeah! Now you on fire! Dumbass! Look at him, he's still on fire. Look at his head. Fucking burning, gotta put it out. Yeah, dumbass. Goddamn idiot. Anyway, love to see that. Fucking instant karma. And, uh... Put the guy who committed down, suicide sir. by Please. cop. Yeah, put this is terrible. Put but, uh, it down, man. It's some crazy down, shit. Man. We can help you. We can yeah, help, we can help you. you. They're trying so hard not to kill this guy. Put the knife down! 
Put it yeah, down. No. Put it down. No. 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 Don't do that. Dude, and they're backing no. up. Dude. No. 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 Dude. No, We're going to shoot please you, dude. Don't. Put it down. We no. don't want to shoot you. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. Put the knife He's down. begging him. I don't want to shoot you. Put like, the knife down. I don't want to do the paperwork. I don't want to kill anybody. And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they shoot him. Yeah, that's what happened to that guy. Yeah, shots fired. And then he fucking gets back up. He just got shot like four times, and then he gets back up. And then they got to shoot him again. Get on the ground, man. I don't know what this dude's on, but. Tase him. Like, tase him. Yeah, he already shot it. Like, oh. Now he's got a knife, and he's got this guy. Got the cop. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I know that's brutal, but shit, dude. That's some crazy-ass shit. I can't not cheer that when I see some crazy-ass shit on social media. That was wild. So, anyway, that's sad, but at the same time, fuck, dude. Don't, like, pull knives or something. Don't pull knives on cops. Not what you want. And I think I played this one before, but I love this. Is what happens when you road rage. Look, not only is he an asshole crashed his own car, but now he's going to fuck other people up. Boom. Just fuck that dude's day up for no reason. What an asshole, dude. The world doesn't revolve around you. Now you're probably going to jail for all that shit. And this guy's going to run right through the window. Yeah, there's a window there, dude. Don't drink. Drinking makes you stupid. What else we got on this fails video? What could go wrong here? Oh, yeah, what were you thinking? What was the end game, player? That was never going to go right. It's like, yeah, I will flip you off. Look how cool I am. And the guy's like, you ain't cool. Do a willy. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, now you're definitely not cool. So what happened to you. And next up, last one. This drunk guy decides to break up two bulls fighting. Dude, don't break up two bulls fighting. That ain't gonna go well for you. And he's like, quit that. Quit that. Don't. No. Yeah, you just got a fucking antler in your ass, dude. That's why you don't do that. And uh, everybody laughing at him now. Not use a joke. And oh god. What the fuck were you guys thinking? Yeah. Ow. Shit. Yeah, anyway. That's all the video segment for tonight. Like I said, short video segment. Didn't find much that I thought was interesting, so fuck me, right? Anyway, let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, yeah, let's talk about TJ. So, you guys remember three years ago when I came out against the skeptic community and I pointed out how Trump was going to be a horrific fucking president and we should have done everything we could to stop him being president and... Uh, I got shit on real bad. Like, people like TJ and the Drunken Peasants, back when TJ and uh, Paul's Ego and TJ's brother used to be on the Drunken Peasants, they made multiple videos. Uh, they basically just lied their ass off about me and claimed that I was saying things that I didn't say to try to make me look bad. And so uh, I went on the show three-on-one to debate them because I wasn't scared. So now that we have the power of hindsight, where we have two years into the Donald Trump presidency, let's look back at this three-on-one debate I had with the Drunken Peasants, and let's see who was right uh, and Yes, I did shit. say... And we'll start about four minutes into this debate, and let's just watch a little bit of this, and I don't know. Maybe I get owned in this debate. Let's have a look. Sure, you guys have done okay. way more videos about me than I have you, definitely. I've really? done one we video make, about you. We make way more. Your mouth. Let me just go to... Directly. And then you make oh, two more videos on the same subject, and I'm, I'm supposed to assume that it's not about me. All right, let me go to four minutes. Uh, man, we, we, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just clarify <laughs> real frozen. quick. We're, we're, the, we're the ones talking shit. We're the, yeah, we're the ones have, that have been talking shit for months. You guys have done okay. way more videos about me than I have you. Definitely. I've really? done one video about you. We make way more videos than you do. But your last three That's videos true. have all been hammering away at the same subject oh. matter. 
none of my videos were about you except for the one that I mentioned you guys in. The rest of the videos mm -hmm. weren't about you because I don't watch this show. I don't know what you guys talk about. It wasn't about right. you at all. Okay. You were a fan. But, you were a fan of the show when you, you when we you, met when in you Louisiana. Start, when you when you start a uh, when you start a discussion with I literally was not a fan of the show. But I I met them in New Orleans and they were talking together and I said, hey, you guys have really good chemistry. And so he thought because I said they had good chemistry in real life, I was saying I was a fan of the show. So sorry, Paul, but you just don't have a very good memory about things. Oh, uh, you need all writers going after SJW's hardcore like TJ, for instance. TJ, like first name uh, out of your mouth. And then you make th two more videos on the same subject, and I'm, I'm supposed to assume that it's not about me anymore. It just started that are, way. Are we on the show live yet? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, yes, I'm very happy to talk about this. I'm glad you brought this up. Yes, I did say that you were sharing alt-right uh, talking points, I guess is the way I put mm -hmm. it. Because yeah. I honestly did feel like you were sharing alt-right talking points. And I'll tell you why. If you'll give me a second to explain it to you. As you guys may know, I was kind of in the alt-right for a little bit myself. After uh, the whole Bernie fiasco with Hillary, uh -huh. I was really fucking pissed off at Hillary. And right. so I kind of – I'm a Reddit nerd, and so the Donald is the big Reddit forum where all the alt-writers hang out. As far as I can tell, that's the place where the most alt-writers hang out. And I was in there every day, and I was talking to those guys, and I was really studying their community. And I was on Twitter sharing all their shit, you know, spreading the shit too. And uh, one thing they said – well, I, it's not it wasn't all that common, but occasionally – in the comment section, one of the talking points they were trying to spread was that we need to vote for Donald Trump because he's going to push the Republican Party to the left. And so you probably see where I'm going with this. I watched a video mm -hmm. you made, Vote Trump 2016, where you told your one million followers that you suggest they vote for Donald Trump because he was going to push the Republican Party to the left. Right. And I thought – I honestly thought you were dog-whistling alt-right talking points. However, okay. the very next day after I made that video, I made another video because I thought about it. I, I took all the criticism in. I internalized it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is not cool. It's not cool of me to tell people what videos they can make. It's not, not cool of me to do that to TJ. And so I made another video explaining that that wasn't my intention. It's not my intention to point fingers. And instead, I would like to focus on what I've done wrong because I'm as responsible for anybody. And I said in that video the very next day that I obviously did not think you were all right. I would, thought you were sharing talking points there, all right, but wasn't my place to call you out for that. And then I actually went in public on Twitter and apologized to you for it, which you accepted and told me was gracious that I apologized to you for. So I assumed that you knew that I wasn't yeah, talking but about then, you. But then you kept, you kept hammering away at the same subject matter. And not only that, well, what, well, does it matter, what does it matter if a talking point comes from the alt-right or not? Doesn't it only matter whether it's valid or not? Well, it's not valid. The talking point you use is apparently stupid. I mean, Why obviously, is it stupid? Donald Trump is not. No, well, I mean, like, look, if you look, at, their, if, no, if you look at the fucking positions, right. you want to tell me that the first Republican who's going to hold up a fucking LGBT flag on stage and say, yeah, that's not a fucking difference in the Republican Party from fucking Bush? Oh, no, no, that's pandering. If you actually look okay, at, yeah, at their it, platforms. It may be pandering, but I, I said platform. at least in. If you look at that fucking video, I said he's pushing apart the Republican Party to the right, uh, to the left, at least in terms of rhetoric. So that but is a. Not. No, I, it, it, he's, not not not. he's not in terms of rhetoric. He's not in terms of rhetoric. No, 
If you look at his official platform and what Trump is doing, the cabinet members he's set up, he's putting forth the most conservative platform in my lifetime. I'm not talking about his fucking platform, Dusty. I'm not talking about his platform. I'm talking about his rhetoric here. His his rhetoric has not pushed the fucking party to the left either. I don't even know what you're talking about. In my opinion, his part is rhetoric. I just gave you an example of him holding up the LGBT flag, of him believing in protectionism and trade. That one thing, holding up an LGBT flag, means he's pushing it to the left, right? He's definitely yeah. not. Yeah, he's is he on that issue? Is he not? I mean, in comparison to his predecessors, I, Dusty. I, I mean, I, come I watched, on. I watched that video, and that is not the what I thought you were trying to say. What I thought you were trying to say was that he is going to push the Republican Party to the left. How do you know he's not? How do you know he's not? I mean, so far he's not. And if you actually looked at his policies, if you actually studied his official platform, Dusty, do you understand? But do you understand? There's a difference between pushing it to the left, like he's now on the left, versus he's pushing it to the left in comparison to where it was. Yeah, do you but understand not, that distinction? He has the most conservative well, platform you, in my lifetime. How is it, how is it a conservative platform? How how do how you, is, what do you what makes you say it's the most conservative? conservative? Uh, no, I'm asking way, how is uh, it the most conservative? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, how is it more conservative than Bush, for example? Dusty, you may want to restart your camera because uh, it doesn't appear to be working. Just so you know. See it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, I don't know why. Oh, n- now we can. Huh? I don't know. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. yeah, I'll go back. Go. Uh, your question was, why is this platform not liberal? Is that what your question was? No, that's not my question. My question is, how is it not to the left of his predecessors on the Republican side? How is it the most conservative? What makes it the most conservative you've ever seen? Okay, well, his tax cuts, for one, his tax cuts rival Ronald Reagan, which is actually he's bragged about if you actually read his official platform. He wants to do Reaganomics again. Plus, his uh, repealing everything Obama has done about climate change, his basically pulling out of the Climate Paris Accord, devastating to climate change. He has installed as his secretary of education a woman who wants to give $100 billion to religious schools, the biggest subsidization of religion in our lifetime, as his secretary of, uh, what is it, Surgeon General, the one that handles the drug war. He's got this old-time Tea Party drug warrior in there who literally went on record last April saying, if you smoke marijuana, you can't be a good person. This is the person in charge of our drug reform laws. This is the person that's going to go around and put more nonviolent offenders in prison, the very last thing we need. I mean, just every step you look at him is the most conservative we've seen in our lifetime. That sounds like pretty par for the course Republican stuff to me. That doesn't sound like the most conservative of our lifetime. You have to understand, Dusty, it's not like he's going to accomplish that agenda. Yeah. I mean, he's hardly It's like when when Obama sold Obamacare, it was basically fucking uh, universal health care. And then we got an insurance mandate. He's he's not the first Republican. He's not going to accomplish all that stuff. Sorry. Go ahead, Paul. No, no, no. Sorry. The the lag's a little weird tonight. Uh, If I step on you, Dusty, I apologize as well. It's it's a little weird on my end. Um, no, he's he's not the first Republican to run on bringing back Reaganomics. He's not the first Republican to run on subsidizing religious schools. He's not the first Republican. N- none of the things you mentioned are unique to Donald Trump as a candidate, so I'm not sure uh, exactly. He, he is the most conservative president we've had in our lifetime. No other presidents have done the things that he's You're done. You're saying this like, before he's Bush even governed did- for a day. 
Well, I mean, all you have to do is read his official platform and look at his picks. He's Dusty, I don't give a shit happening. about I mean, his official platform or Clinton's Why official not? platform. Why don't you care about <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit, it's Dusty. Bullshit. It is bullshit. If you, study, if you study politics, historically study politics, mm -hmm. presidential candidates try to achieve about 75% historically of what they run on. Actually, looking at their official platform is a great way to tell how they're going to govern. And any uh, historian on politics will tell you this. I don't even know. I, I'm, I can't Dusty, believe I'm having to teach just, you guys that the issues matter. No, the just issues fucking, matter. Just, instead of looking at the, like a historical analysis, let's just look at recent history. Like, okay. look Obama. at Obama. Obama did, yeah. did he accomplish 75% of, yeah. of what he set out to do? Tried. It, he tried. He tried. Okay. He tried. Okay. That's an interesting distinction. Tried. Right. Yeah. So that. So that's why we should believe because they're gonna try. They're not necessarily gonna do it, but they're gonna try to do it. I mean, yeah, come on. They're going bro. to try to do what they ran and said they were gonna do. I mean, what are you talking about? That's what they're supposed to do, isn't it? They're supposed to run their platforms and then say we're gonna try to do this, but I'm not a dictator. I can only do so much. I don't like run the Congress. I mean, what and about? Shit. But what about Trump's fucking uh, economics uh, plan? I mean, like, not aside from the tax cuts, like the protectionism and trade, the trying to get jobs back into the U.S. That's something people have been clamoring for for fucking years, and that's been actually, a liberal cause. And now Trump took that cause and he's run with it. So if and now we have record unemployment and the jobs don't pay shit, and the wealthy are more wealthy than they've ever been. Wealth inequality is greater than it's ever been. Yeah, the money is just trickling up to the top of 0.001%, exactly like I said it would. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting to take a sneak peek back at the past at my debates and see, hmm, who was right about that? Was TJ right? Was all the people that shit on me continuously and attempted to destroy my career for speaking out against this shit, were they right? Or was I right? Hmm. I don't know. You guys be the judge. What do you think? I think maybe in the future, I'll look at some more of these debates I did. I did a debate with uh, Andy Warski and Baring about just about exactly the same thing this debate was on. So maybe I'll play that next time and just show uh, show who won that debate. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, did I get owned? Did the drunken peasants own me 301? Yes, this is so painful. I agree. Like, God damn it. This is literally like, this is what I lost most, most of my audience for. This is exactly, they, they made video after video shitting on me and lying about me because I was speaking out about this stuff. Everybody did it, you know? Pretty much every popular skeptic YouTuber made a video shitting on me for saying this. So, anyway, nice to look back. Uh, let's see, I guess I'll read the Super Chats real quick since you guys ain't saying shit that's interesting to me. Super Chat, lifeblood of the show, Super Chat. What difference do you draw between a preference towards not dating trans people versus not dating black people? I feel like there's a great area between bias and preference. I think not dating trans people, for the most part, is a bias. I think that there's lots of societal biases. And one of the big, big reasons that people refuse to date trans people is because they think they will be socially ostracized for it. They think their friends will make fun of them for it. And I think a, lot, a shitload of people, they love... Uh, transgender porn they love trap porn they love chicks with dicks they watch that shit all day long and they get off to it and they masturbate and it's been one of, the, one of the biggest fantasies but in real life they would never date that because society would shit on them for it and they're too much cowards for it so yeah a lot of that has to do with biases in my opinion now is it totally to do with that are there certain preferences that are legitimate yeah sure i just think it's fair to uh examine your biases and to see which ones are legit and which ones aren't right thank you for that question it's a good question though 
Uh, D-Dog says 15, five pounds. The police service of Northern Ireland posted a drug bust of someone growing weed. Turns out it was ferns. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, they just want to pad their records with anything they possibly can to make it look like they're actually doing something. They're actually helping society, and it's just sad. Transparent. H.S. Ross, $5. The most recent poll and a majority of recent polls have Bernie holding steady at 14, 19%. I have everyone but bite. But we need more shots taken at bite. Okay, I'm so on board with that. I'm still in Bernie's camp. I'm on Team Bernie. So uh, whatever I can do to help him win, I would definitely do. Thank you for that. Burp, excuse me. D-Dog, 10 pounds. You should check out Miyamoto's video on why the left hates trans people. I know how that sounds, but what she means is how trans issues are only brought up when it's mentioned amongst other things. All right, that sounds like an interesting video. I will have to check that out. Thank you for the recommendation. Castrix Defiant, $2. Dusty was right along. Dusty 2020, hooray! Like, I don't want to be president, but thank you for that. And uh, yes, I was right. D Dog, 2015, 10 pounds. How is he more conservative than Bush? Maybe because Bush reached out to Mus- our Muslim friends and called terrorists traitors to Islamic faith and Trump calls them all terrorists. Yes. I mean, you look at. Bush was way, way more fucking liberal than modern day Trump is. I mean, it's just silly. All, look, all they were doing was they, they got called out by me for it and they didn't want to own up to it. They still haven't owned up to it. They'll never own up to it because their egos won't let them own up to it. And instead of owning up to the fact that what I was saying was true, instead they decided to attack me for it and make up lies like, Dusty said he invented t-shirts. He can't be trusted. Shit like that. You know, it's bullshit. But, you know, history has proven that I was correct and if they still don't want to own up to it, that's on them. Speaking of which, fuck, I forgot to, (laughs) I forgot to show it, but, uh, when I made my post about how short people are discriminated against, TJ uh, made a post on my post that called me a midget, and then he immediately deleted it. And uh, But I saw it, TJ, and I took a screenshot of it. You called me a midget. Got you. But the thing is, is like, I know he's just like joking around with me. I don't take offense to it. I actually kind of think TJ wants to be friends with me. I know that sounds weird, but I, I think TJ sort of respects me and wants to be friends, and I don't really have that much against TJ. I think he should own up to the fact that, you know, I owned him and he was so fucking wrong it's embarrassing but at the same time you know it's fine and he deleted it immediately and so i'm not gonna shit on him about it because i know that he probably rethought it and he's like oh well if i type that he's a midget obviously he's gonna shit on me for it i'm gonna take a bunch of heat for it and even though i'm just joking so i'm just gonna delete it real quick for anybody sees it i saw it dj i saw it took a screenshot but anyway i understand you have the you have the right to rethink what you tweet and delete it and that without being called out for it and taking shit for it i think everybody has that right so i uh I'm going to let TJ have a pass on that one. Uh, what you guys got to say in the chat? Boom. Most women must think TJ is pathetic because you know what? I don't know what. Uh, he does. He's just a stubborn man child. Yeah, he is very stubborn. His ego, I think, lets him get gets in the way a lot. The sexual tension between Dusty and TJ. Yeah, why don't we just fuck already? Come on. But I think we can all agree that I'm the top. I don't think even TJ would disagree with that. Um, like a midget and a euro, we must stay on our toes. Show enough. I hate when things are on tall shelves, man. That's the fucking worst. Uh, I like chicks. Okay, cool. Burning 2020. I'm on board for that. For the burn. Hills, yeah. All right. On with the show. How long have we been going for? An hour and a half already. All right. Going pretty good so far. All right. Guess we'll stop fucking with TJ for now and this little, uh, little 5'4 ladies man. I'm sure glad he taught me how to get women. I was so lonely and depressed. But now I know exactly how to get women. I just need more confidence. That was my problem the entire time. I don't have enough confidence. Thank you for teaching me that. Uh, let's see what else. 
you know, this is something that I don't talk about very often because, uh, not that it's really embarrassing or anything, but I don't know. It just never has come up. But this chick posted this thing, and I don't know why this bothers me, but it kind of did bother me. Uh, she says, gentlemen, please get your dick circumcised if you're trying or wanting to date me. I think that's such a turnoff. Uh, yeah, don't worry, chick. It ain't a problem, okay? Um, and why this, is bother- why this bothers me is because I'm not circumcised. And um, I grew up, I grew up so insecure about being uncircumcised. I, for a long time, I was really afraid to be naked around women or have women to see me naked for the first time because I thought that they were going to view me as disgusting. And that's because of women like this. My whole life, I've heard people talk about how disgusting it is to not be genitally mutilated, not to be circumcised and how gross it is. And, you know, ooh, icky. And, and, and just it made me so fucking insecure. And, uh, it's a form of body shaming. Like, literally, you were making fun of men for no other reason than they weren't genitally mutilated. Can you under- understand how much of a bitch it would make you? Or can you understand how much of a dickhead it would make me for saying, I won't date you if you're not genitally mutilated as a woman? Hey, make sure they cut your clitoris off as a baby or else you're not sexy to me. You understand what, how much of a dickhead that makes me to say something like that? Well, that's, you know, that's what you are, right? And, uh, like, no offense, you don't have a shot with me anyway, like, no universe. But at the same time, like... It's not because of the way you look necessarily, it's because of your attitude. You have a horribly ugly attitude. And I think we just need to start bringing this to people's attention more, that male circumcision is genital mutilation. As somebody who has the equipment, I cannot explain to you guys how important the equipment is. Those of you who are, who were mutilated against your will, like, I'm sorry for you. And I know a lot of you don't want to admit it, but, like, it's... The foreskin is a very, very handy thing to have. And it actually makes sex different. It actually makes the female vagina stay wetter. It actually like rolls back and forth. It has a different feel to it. And there's so many nerve endings in that foreskin. Like I can literally touch a vibrator to my foreskin. I can come just for the vibrator being on my foreskin. It's so fucking sensitive. So yeah, I think more people need to start speaking out about this. And I think more people need to stand up and, and try to help these babies not be genitally mutilated just because of some some kind of ancient superstition. And people will say, yeah, well, there's health reasons to do it, Dusty. Yeah, well, there's health reasons. Like, if you cut off every baby's balls, then you will 100% stop genital cancer, right? You will 100% stop ball cancer, right? But that's not a good reason to cut off baby's balls, right? Just because there are a few people might have health benefits in the future. That's not a reason to cut off everybody's fucking foreskin. You fucking pull the foreskin back and you wash that shit. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's really fucking easy to have a clean dick, all right? So it's just all blown out of proportion. The only, re- the only reason people are really doing this is because of uh, Judaism, right? Because of the Bible, because of religion. And it's really outdated and needs to be stood up to and stopped immediately, in my opinion. And so, you know, I have no problem standing up and speaking out and saying, yes, I am uncircumcised. Yes, I was embarrassed about it. But here's the thing, like, not a single woman I've ever been with ever mentioned it. Like, literally, no one has ever said they had a problem with it. No one has ever looked at it and said, oh, gross, you're uncircumcised. Never, never. No one has ever insulted me for it. So all that fear I had in my mind was completely irrational, right? It was because of all the shit talk I heard about it. But in reality, nobody gave a fuck. So all you young dudes out there who are uncircumcised and feeling insecure about it, don't don't let these people make you feel insecure about it. It's fine. It's totally fucking fine, dude. Women will still find you completely attractive. And it's actually becoming more and more socially acceptable all the time. So try not to worry about it too bad. Next up, my last show. I don't know if you guys noticed or not. My last show got 4chan bombed, or as I guess they call it, raided. 
Well, apparently a bunch of 4chan nerds were in the audience and then they were waiting for some kind of cue. I don't know if I gave them the cue or one of the other ones gave them the cue or what it was. But when they heard the cue, they all of a sudden started screaming out anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish slurs all at the fucking same time. And so like the moderators had like a hell of a time trying to ban every fucking body, but it was really weird. And uh, yeah, you 4chan guys, you definitely need a hobby. There's a reason you guys are incels and don't get chicks. It's just sad. And uh, But I mean, I don't care. Also, they like mass downvoted the video so it has like i don't know like half the amount of downvotes as as upvotes or some shit like that which is a lot um but you guys do know that all youtube cares about is your interactions right the engagement that's what they call it that's all they care about so even if you go downvote the video you're actually helping me even if you like raid my videos and bomb it and shit you're actually helping me so keep it up fortune thanks for your service i sure appreciate it and um Oh, God. I guess, let me play, show this one first. So, Trump, this weekend, held a social media convention at the White House, and he basically did it to draw attention to this conservative narrative that conservatives are being unfairly banned and censored on social media. But here's the greatest part. He literally did not invite a single person who was banned on social media because he personally did not want to be associated with it. So... The hypocrisy of these people, that's exactly why that got banned on the first place. Because places like Facebook and Twitter don't want to be associated with these people. They don't want to have to take shit from being associated with these white supremacists and these people that spread you know, white supremacy propaganda or conspiracy theories that appeal to nutbags who go out and commit terrorist acts. Which is the exact same reason you didn't invite Paul Joseph Watson, you didn't invite fucking uh, Laura Loomer, you didn't invite Alex Jones to the White House, you didn't invite all these motherfuckers, because you don't want to be associated with them. You understand, he's just trying to play both sides of this issue. He's trying to pretend like, oh, I really care about free speech, but nah, you don't. If you did, you would have invited these motherfuckers, but you don't want to be anywhere near them, because you know it makes you look bad. So... Speaking of which, Tim Pool was invited. There he is. Look. <laughs> L-O-fucking-L, dude. Him sitting in the audience with his little fucking beanie on. Have you ever seen someone more insecure about being bald than Tim Pool? I, I feel bad for him, dude. And, like, I kind of get the feeling that Tim Pool used to be a fan of mine or something. He saw me, like, making lots of videos with my little beanie cap on. And he was like, I can do that. And since I refused to jump on the anti-SJW bandwagon and, like, cater to that audience he decided to do it like full speed like i could have been tim pool if i didn't have the integrity i have definitely but anyway donald trump invited a bunch of conservative social media personalities to the white house and so obviously one of the first people he invited was liberal tim pool because you know he's such a fucking liberal just proof of it he invited all these conservatives and one single liberal tim pool we know you're a liberal temple. Definitely, you're not a grifter who is lying about being a conservative. We can tell by how buddy-buddy you are with Donald Trump. And, uh, yeah, so everybody's making fun of him for going to the White House with his little fucking beanie on. It's just so funny. <laughs> Never seen without that fucking beanie. It's like grafted onto his head. And, uh... More temple shitting on temples. Like, to clarify, I intentionally refused to get a diploma or a GED. That's right, folks. He refused to get an education to own the libs. That'll show you guys. Fucking diplomas and GEDs. I don't need that to own libs. I don't, I'm not sure I'd be bragging about that, dude. Seriously. And um, he's, I guess he's suing somebody. I think somebody claimed that he, uh, came out saying that Seth Rich leaked the emails to WikiLeaks. They leaked, he leaked uh, Hillary's emails to WikiLeaks. It's something he's been saying for a long time. 
I think that's what he's suing somebody over. But anyway, uh, he's denying that he ever said it, even though there's video of him out there saying that he thinks there's a, you know, greater than 50% chance that he's the one that leaked the emails. And so he's getting called out. Hey, Tim Cast, this is more than you just talking about the Seth Rich conspiracies. And the linked vid, this is you giving a higher than 50% probability that they're true. Also, you removed these two vids. Care to make them public again so we can see what they say? And so he's trying to cover up. He's trying to pretend like he didn't say all this shit, so he's basically removing his videos that prove exactly what he said. So we see you, Tim. You're trying to hide that evidence, but we're not going to let you do it. And this is funny. <laughs> he's so cringe as fuck. That's something new I'm going to say. Instead of just cringe, C-A-F. Cringe as fuck. And if anybody is C-A-F, it's Tim Pool, Tim Tool. Legendary pro skateboarders. Legendary pro skateboarders, musicians, and other childhood heroes of mine have hit me up in the past few months cheering me on. Your smears are meaningless. Yeah, I'm not mad. All these pro skateboarders are telling me how much they like me. Uh, surprise, surprise. You found some right-wing shithead skateboarders who suck your dick a little bit. Keep it up, Tim. Sad. Sad, Tim Pool. C-A-F. C-A-F. Just fuck and uh <laughs> okay here's him basically he's going around claiming now that he never said that seth rich leaked the hillary emails but here's him praising both Infowars and seth rich here's uber liberal tim pool let's see what he has to say so here's here's the thing i don't care if you're fox news the new york times or wilford brimley if you tell me something you've got to back it up i have a pretty high degree uh, of uh, you, I have a decent burden of proof. If you're going to convince me, you got to, if I don't see it, I don't believe it, right? Pixar didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm personally inclined to believe that there is at least a greater than probability chance, again, my opinion, that Seth Rich was in fact the leaker. Now with Kim.com statement, I'm sitting around a 57 to 65% chance <laughs> that, uh, that Seth Rich was, was the leaker. I love how specific he is. Between a 55, 67, it's like a 59.2% chance and a 63.1% chance. I've narrowed it down specifically based on the information I have. Now he's trying to claim he never fucking said any of this shit. Sorry. Infowars has done a good job over the past several years of moving more into <laughs> the mainstream, the more acceptable. and. Uh... I'm so skeptical. Pixar didn't happen. By the way, Infowars is doing some really quality work these days. They've gotten away from a lot of the crazier conspiracy stuff, but... Uh -huh. uh, so so yeah, a lot of the stuff they put out now isn't uh, fake news. Uh, definitely so not fake news. Infowars, real real shit. That's liberal Tim Pool taking up for Infowars and the real news they're putting out. So I believe it. I don't know about you folks, but I definitely believe Tim Pool is a huge liberal. After all, he donated any money to Tulsi and uh, and the Yang Gang. So that proves it, folks. If you, donate, if you donate money to the Yang Gang, you're definitely a liberal. That's why the entire Yang Gang is so liberal, right? And uh, this is kind of sad. I was reading an article about how Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein got to skip judge order check-ins. Apparently, when he was in jail, for the short time he was in jail, they allowed this dude to spend 12 hours a day, six, di six days a week, in his private office. And even though he was supposed to do all kinds of check-ins, he got to skip all this shit. This is how billionaire pedophiles are treated. Meanwhile, a man I represent is jailed on Rikers right now, unable to afford bail. After successfully doing check-ins for the last nine years because he failed to update his new address and when he recently became homeless. 
faces up to four years in prison. Epstein didn't check in once since 2011. So it's just, there's a different set of rules. Well, we already know this. Like, I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know, but it's just bears repeating over and over again the different system the rich have in this country than the poor and the rest of us. And they have to be fucking held accountable. And uh, the, the guy who gave them, gave him his sweetheart deal, I guess, was Trump's, uh, what was it? Not district attorney, whatever, whatever it was. Apparently, he's resigned now because he's getting uh, he's getting shit on board, and Trump basically can't have him around anymore. So he's gone, which is good. But Trump will just replace him with somebody even worse because you know he never gets tired of filling up the pond with even more scum. And uh, you guys see this shit? That's some crazy shit. These racist motherfuckers out there want to talk about, oh my god, Antifa, they punched a dude twice and basically killed him. And they basically just, they don't ever talk about shit like this. These crazy assholes pulling knives on people and shit in public. Hello, Hello, man. Man. Have a good Hello. day! Have a good day! Enjoy your platform! Enjoy your platform! Have a good day! Have a good day! Literal skinhead pulling out his knife, going up to somebody being aggressive, like walking towards them with a knife and shit. Now, where's the outrage at? Where are you at, Joe Rogan? Why aren't you having these people on talking about how the violence of, of the right? I will fuck you up with my knife that I just pulled out. Dude's about to kill some folks. Look at him. Crazy as shit, dude. And like I'm about to show you, about to show you that it's it's not just idle threats at all. Not just idle threats at all. This dude walked up to this black guy because he was playing rap music and stabbed him in the throat and killed him last week. This fucking white supremacist bullshit motherfucker just walked up to a guy, a 17-year-old who was doing nothing, nice kid, just listening to rap music, stabbed him in his fucking throat, dead on arrival. So, yeah, this shit's serious. This shit's very serious. But yet you have people like Joe Rogan, this fucking asshole, Joe Rogan, has Andy Nogo on, lets him talk for two hours about how evil the left is and how violent the left is because he got punched a couple times. And it was kind of funny. Joe almost, almost was willing to call him out on his bullshit because it's so obvious Andy is milking this for every fucking thing it's worth. And it's so pathetic, dude. You got punched twice. Man, I've been hitting the fucking face with a baseball bat before. I walked that shit off and went to school the next day. And uh, Joe who covers professional fighting and knows that getting punched a couple times ain't shit. It's kind of laughing at him a little bit, but it's still, Joe has no balls. In, in situations like this where he has people on his show, he has no balls to call them out directly to their face about shit like this, so he kind of lets it go. But uh, let's listen. Hi, Mr. Rogan. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. How you doing, man? You're all healed up? The bruising and swelling has gone down, as you can see, but the more serious injury was to the brain. You have a serious injury to your brain? Yeah, brain hemorrhage. No, you don't. What happened? From Liar. what? The mob beating. So <laughs> from getting. Joe's like, from what? I, I saw the footage. You got punched a couple of times. Uh, I cover professional fighting. They get kicked in the face, beat to death, elbow constantly. They almost never have brain beatings. Like, how the fuck is this possible, you lying bitch? But of course, Joe Rogan's not saying that. He's just kind of looking at him a little skeptical. Of course, Andy's got to <laughs> gotta milk this. God damn it, you're such a grifter. You hit in the head? You got a brain hemorrhage? multiple times really? contusions yes they were bashing me on the back really? of my head 
and to my eyes. Um, but so, how do you know you had brain hemorrhaging, and how are you able to just walk around? Uh-huh. Well, I was taken to. I started losing my balance after the beating. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. no police. I made it uh-huh. uh, to the courthouse. Sat down on the ground. Ambulance was called. I had to uh-huh. walk back to the ambulance because the streets were. Uh, walk back to the police precinct in the direction okay. of the mob. The medics that were associated with the Portland police uh-huh. let me know that they um, that I needed to walk in that direction. It was quite shocking because it was. Um, I had just. So he's not really answering the question at all. Uh, if you had a brain bleed, dude, wouldn't they have kept you in the hospital for a couple of days? You're immediately out there on talk shows. You're on your fucking Twitter, fucking right away tweeting your ass off. So, uh, kind of call bullshit on this, dude. Don't think you had a brain bleed, but you did make over two hundred thousand dollars by playing the victim. So, uh, congrats, I guess. Way to grift. Amazing and cursed boomer images. I love this one. One of the most cursed boomer images of all time. Family God destroys political correctness and millennial internet culture. <laughs> Family Guy. They destroyed those fucking SJWs, didn't they? Oh, God. Cringe as fuck. C-A-F. Oh, my God. How does anybody not totally embarrassed to have ever been a fan of this dude? Can you imagine unironically thinking Family Guy is something good to share to destroy the SJWs with? That's peak anti-SJWism right there, dudes. Let's take a break and read some of the chat a little bit. Trying to read more of the chat, interact with you guys, because I love you guys so much. You don't understand how much I love you. You guys are my life, really. Nice to re-enter. Yep. Smile and eye, but it don't matter. They can fuck you up for sure. Crazy asshole. Uh, Here's a clan clan meeting he's late for, definitely. Uh, Where are the anti-SJWs? Don't understand the question. Preach the... Preach the trust, Dusty. I think that you mean truth, and I'm going to do it. Uh, pro tip, rap music will not harm white people. I am scared of it. Definitely scared of the rap music. Teaching our kids to be animals. Why is he walking free? Good question. I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe they arrested him after that. Somebody should look that up and let me know. Uh, Preston has taken some heat. Who's Preston? Uh, Preston Jacobs. How does circumcision reduce the global HIV rate? I guess that's somebody in chat uh, advocating for circumcision good luck and all that uh, if adult man want to get circumcised that's fine agreed if you want to choose to be circumcised like i know some people that have had medical issues and later in life and that circumcision was the right choice for them and i have no problem with that but to do it to a baby without the baby's consent yeah that's genital mutilation dude absolutely i threw that milkshake on him good throw another one on him uh ronda rousey can still speak correctly i know right she got the shit kicked out of her multiple times uh, did you go to the doctor and get a concussion diagnosis? I don't know if you're talking to me or him. I have been to the doctor with a concussion diagnosis before, though. I threw up for two weeks one time when I was a kid because I fell off a bunch of bleachers. Like, it was like 30 feet high, and I fell from the top, and I landed on my head first. And my parents didn't even take me to the goddamn hospital because they, I guess they couldn't afford it because we were so poor or whatnot. And so, basically, I just, like, puked my guts out for two weeks because, like, the bump went into my brain and pushed in my brain. Um, so that's what happened to me. If you guys were wondering, that's what the fuck had happened to me. Um, let's read some Super Chat. Super Chat! I need to make a t-shirt that says Super Chat. Insert witty comments. All right, I will insert a witty comment for you in my brain. Thank you, James Mallon. Tyson Mano, $5. Once I learned what the point of foreskin was, I was so pissed that my parents chose to circumcise me. If I have a son, I won't do it. Please don't do it. Like, it's just a fashion thing, but shit, man. I, 
I am so happy I was not circumcised because, like, I don't want to be gross, but mine is very, very useful. Use it all the time. Use it daily. Daily. Usually my hand is on my fucking foreskin because that shit feels awesome to touch and play with. Too much info! Do you think David got the 100% foreskin from a rabbi? Uh, I doubt any of that's true whatsoever, but if it did happen, that's probably a better explanation than he killed 100 Philistines. So, uh, I wanted to bet you're right about that. Favorites, favorites, all right, nine. What's your favorite hobby as a kid? Five, 15 years? Uh, masturbation, of course. That's by far my favorite hobby. It's still my favorite hobby. Fucking love masturbation. I was like, all I fucking did. So, ah, video games too, of course. Video games and masturbation. I used to program in basic and stuff when I was a kid. I used to make my own choose-your-own-adventure games. So that was a hobby too. Like while the other little redneck childrens were outside playing in the ditch during the rainstorms, I would be inside by myself like a goddamn nerd programming and shit. So, autistic as fuck. Please talk in depth about your hedonist philosophy. Uh, very simple. I believe in maximizing pleasure and minimizing suffering on a universal scale uh, for all conscious sentient beings. And that simply means trying to figure out best we can what makes people happier and causes more pleasure and what eliminates pain for people. And then do that. Make laws that do that. You know, uh, Pass policies that do that. So I think probably a good way to uh, push us in that direction be to head towards a social democracy. They have done many uh, independent studies from independent organizations about which countries are the happiest. And at the top of the happy, happiness indexes is always social democracies. It's usually always like Denmark and you know, Swedish countries and whatnot. Um, so I think that's probably the best government type that we've able to develop so far. And like if uh, we develop a better one in the future, we can move towards that one. But since we have evidence that that one's working pretty good right now for the happiness of the citizens that's what i'm for so anyway it's about as simply as i could explain it thank you for that moot already did that uh zay ten dollars it's sad that people fell for trump's drain the swamp act yeah very very uh, i didn't fall for it i like just read what he said like all you had to do is like go to his website he told you exactly what the fuck he was gonna do that's what i was trying to throw drunken peasants and they were like what the fuck do we care about his policies who cares what he says he's gonna do no president ever tries to do what he says he's gonna do just shut up dusty and I'm like, uh, that's not historically accurate. I don't know why you guys are arguing with me about this, but I do know why they were arguing with me about it. I understand completely. And it's sad. All right. What you guys got to say? Uh, listening to rap music. You would get it, period. Circumcision isn't preventing this. It's making people less sexually active. True that. The main reason that they were doing circumcision to begin with is because they were afraid kids would masturbate, right? It's just puritanical bullshit. I have seen no evidence that circumcising prevents you from masturbating, but it probably makes it less fun because I know my foreskin makes masturbating way fucking more fun, to be honest with you. Uh, not to be gross. Not to be gross. Just to be honest. All right. Let's continue on with the show. Next up, here's an excellent thread. This is from Chrissyosity, also known as Globo Homo Girl. And uh, I'll just read the thread. It's third. Lawrence Krauss, Steven Pinker, and Jeffrey Epstein have an odd relationship that provides insights into the relationship between the institutions of science, the movement of capital, the profit motive, and science funding. Long thread incoming. And I think it's a long thread, but it's kind of interesting to see the relationship that science and these rich-ass billionaires have, how they're all hobnobbing in bed together and uh, the effects it actually, it's actually having on our society. So anyway, on Jan 6th, January 2015, Pinker shared Dershowitz's affidavit on Epstein's case on Twitter. He hasn't mentioned Epstein before or since on Twitter, and I haven't found any public statements from him on Epstein. Yep, Stephen Pinker, this is, uh, if you don't know, this is like a popular, I would call him a chud. 
I would call him a right wing uh, ish shud. It's very popular in the intellectual dog dark web dog web community. Um, not a fan of Steven Pinker. I think he's a pretty shit fellow. But anyway, he's also buddy buddy with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, billionaire pedophile. Anyway, 17 days later, on the 22nd, January 2016, Gawker revealed that Pinker was on the flight logs of Epstein's private plane. And yep, flight logs put Clinton, Dershowitz on pedophile billionaire's sex jet. And scientist Steven Pinker. Lots of those scientists were hobnobbing with this motherfucker. Here's the relevant flight logs. So this is basically proof he was on there. So everything is above board. It's just a Harvard professor hanging out with a moneyed elite. Sure, Pinker hasn't, as far as I'm aware, done anything to distance himself from Epstein. But then again, Pinker's relationship with Epstein uh, between 2002 and 2014 has flown under the radar. You might be saying to yourself, okay, so that's not much. It's a bit sad that Pinker hasn't publicly renounced Epstein. But he knows what side his bread is buttered. Epstein donated millions to Harvard where Pinker works as a psychology professor. So yeah. They're basically hobnobbing, and they're letting this guy use their clout to make him more famous and more popular among people. Because look at all these cool scientists I'm hanging out with. And they're doing it because he's giving them money, and they don't really give a shit about his reputation because, you know, they're he's paying them. They're all shitheads, even though they're popular scientists. However, in 2014, Pinker did write a letter in the Arts and Letters Daily saying campus rape was a moral panic. An extraordinarily... An extraordinary popular delusion. A madness of crowds and calling Christina Hoff Summers brave. Does the letter hold up? Not really. So it's basically him saying, oh, all these people freaking out against campus sexual harassment are just overreacting. It's really not that big of a deal. How, how many is okay with you, Stephen Pinker? How many women on campus have to be sexually assaulted before you're like, hmm, it's a real problem. Uh, so maybe it's not one in four. Maybe it's what, one in ten? Is one in ten? Is that fine with you? Or is that enough for us to speak out and do something about it? What say you, Stephen Pinker, who is covering up for your pedophile friend? Fuck you. The same kind of said Lawrence Krauss, who said the following in the Daily Beast. I guess I'm not going to cover all this because I already covered like Lawrence Krauss's relationship with uh, Epstein and shit. And uh, Lawrence Krauss's wife also has gone to bat for Epstein. So they're just all in fucking bed together and it's a real shame. And uh, definitely needs to be pointed out. And they definitely called out about it. Science has really, really been disappointed in all this. And I'm... Um, it's so hard to believe this motherfucker is the president of the United States. This is literally what Trump said. <sighs> sigh, I got a sigh already. The kidney, very special. The kidney has a very special place in the heart. It's an incredible thing. There's a spirit like you see rarely. Oh my fucking God, dude. I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, I chew in a manly way. My uncle's funny. My uncle, my uncle likes to say, oh shit, when he sneezes. Because that's manly as fuck. But anyway, just how the fuck is this guy the fucking president, dude? God damn it, this is exactly what I was trying to prevent, man. This is what I literally destroyed my fucking career trying to prevent. Like, I did my part, motherfuckers. I'm telling you that for sure. I gave up a fucking lot of money and fame for this bullshit. Hope somebody appreciates that goddamn stuff. And, uh, excuse me, disgusting. This is funny. These white teenagers wore masks so they wouldn't get caught committing a hate crime. Little did they know when they snuck on their campus to paint swastikas and slurs, their phones auto-connected to the school's Wi-Fi under their individual usernames, you fucking morons. Holy shit. Instant karma. Hopefully they got expelled and whatnot. I'm assuming they did. But dude, you guys are not good criminals. Talking about dumb fucking criminals. 
Of course, racists are generally pretty ignorant in the first fucking place, but I'm sure, like, if you ask them, they're like, I'm not racist, I just did it as a joke, I'm just trolling, man, it's just memes, bro, it's just what they always do, they hide behind, it's just jokes, bro, and today I found out that this is not Zach Galifianakis, this is, uh, who the fuck is this, I found out, and I forgot, Robert Redford, that's who this is, did you guys know this is fucking Robert Redford, holy shit, he gained some weight, doesn't even look like him, he's just like Zach Galifianakis, so... I guess that's a comment to Zach Galifianakis. I always thought that was him. But no, Robert Redford. So, if you guys ever have that on, like, Jeopardy as a question, you know the answer now. And uh, I expect half your money. And I should have done this earlier, but it's just so funny how Tim Pool, the giant liberal, has to frame everything to make Republicans win and liberals lose. So, how he reframed this is so funny. Trump just lost his legal appeal in a Twitter case. But the ruling backfires on AOC. So yeah, Trump lost. And this in reality was a blow to Trump. But no, it actually hurts the libs. This actually owes the libs. So it's awesome. So, you know, the 150,000 people can click on it and watch it and suck his dick. It's just, I mean, is the thing is, I keep saying this. Is there anybody at this point that still believes this guy's a liberal? But I actually see on his uh, Twitter, they do. They're, they're like, yeah, he's a liberal, man. He says he's a liberal. He gave money to Tulsi, and he gave money to fucking, um, who else was he? Yang. He's definitely a liberal, but I always look at the people that are defending him. I like go click on their Twitter links, and I can see the stuff they post and what's in the description, and they're always, always, always conservatives. All his fans are conservatives. So the only people that believe he's liberal are other conservatives, and the only reason they believe that is because they want to believe that we don't agree with just anybody that agrees with us. It's liberals that actually agree with us, too. Even liberals agree that the liberal side has gone crazy. So see? We're right along. So it's obvious why they're doing it. I mean, I say that all the time, but it's true. And, uh, here's one from Death. Oh, my God, shit. I'm going to nope all the fuck out on this shit. This dude is not getting paid enough money. Whatever you guys are paying him, like quadruple it. Yeah, no, what? Yeah. That's a mechanic shit right there, isn't it? And he's just cool as shit, dude. He's like, I'm going to grab this Cobra. How the fuck, dude? I be running down the goddamn street right now. I ain't getting nowhere fucking near that. But, yep, I guess India, man. That's some real fucking men in India. Not like me. And he putting his hand behind this Cobra. Hell, do they know that they can turn around and bite you? And, uh, yeah, he got it, though. He got it. This dude an expert. I know. Damn. Man, hats off to you, dude. All of my fucking no to that shit. Next up. Dusty on Twitter. This is from that douchebag Dusty Smith. Oh, no, I already did this one. 116,000 likes. Holy shit. I own the Twitters. Yeah, let's take a look at some fucking Reddit bullshit. You guys ever read it? I like Reddit. It's a fun website. Been on there for like five years. And this was kind of funny, I thought. This chick won. She's so close. You got it. Yay, you did it. You won. But, uh, bitch, what you doing? That's a crime site. She ain't one shit. Arrest her. All right. Next up. What else we got? A uh, crow and a kitten are friends of shit. So let's let, have a little goodness here. I like a little wholesomeness every once in a while. You know, recharge my batteries. And, uh, yeah, this crow... Made friends with this kitten. This fucking crows feed the shit out of this cat. They love each other. Even though cats are usually fucking... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> almost jumped out at him. Even though cats usually kill birds. They're like, nope. We friends. So love to see that. 
crows are apparently incredibly fucking smart. I don't know if you guys have ever watched any documentaries on crows, but man, they like could problem solve and do puzzles and shit. So I like crows and like seeing shit like this. I like to see that animals of different species can get along. Love. It transcends species. Oop, I already talked about that one. That was the poor guy that got his fucking throat cut. Oh, yeah, and there was an earthquake in California last week. Did you guys see this earthquake? Uh, this chick did. Yeah. She's like, fuck, what timing. Not amazing. Suboptimal. That's the word I'm looking for. Suboptimal. And uh, this cat is like, fuck your putting, bitch. Ain't getting nowhere near it. Get it, cat. That is your hole. That hole belongs to you. Nothing fucks with your hole. Get it. Nope. No cute. Who's a little boo-boo? Reminds me of my cats. And uh, next up, rest in peace. Um, I don't even remember what this is. I'm trying to remember what this is. Huh. I, oh, I remember what it is. <laughs> poor guy. This poor guy. She didn't mean it to be mean, but it is kind of mean, so let's listen. Nice guys or bad boys? Bad boys. Why? They're more fun. Is this guy a bad boy? He's bad and bad. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Shit. I didn't know I was going to play that music, and now it's going to copyright this video because of that. Fuck my life. That's all it takes, folks. One little clip like that, and they'll... But not like it even matters. Because every video I put out anyway is demonetized by default. But what they'll do is they'll put a copyright on there, and they'll put ads in this video, and then they'll make the money off the ads. Like, they'll put ads on the whole video, even though I just played this, like, one-second clip, and they'll make the entire money. Even though I can't make money from my own videos, they'll make money from it because I played that little clip of the song. So it kind of sucks. Oh, well. Shouldn't have played it. And the winner of 2019 Best Sculpture is this one, and they fucking killed it, right? It's a Abe Lincoln face palming, and that's like so accurate with how America is right now. If Abe was alive right now, that's definitely what the fuck he would be doing, face palming all the fuck over the place. And last but not least, last of the Reddit. By the way, I'm Colt of Dusty on Reddit. If you guys want to follow me on Reddit and see what the fuck I'm doing on there, and oh my god. It's a good thing she's pretty, and yes, it's definitely a good thing she's pretty, because uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed. Let's have a listen. I guess this one was from, like, The Bachelor or some shit. Hey, guys, Abby. Hello, Abby. No, Matt, lovely to meet you. What do you do? Uh, I'm an uh, astrophysicist. Okay, uh, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with astrophysics in any way whatsoever. So, uh, just be quiet and look pretty. That is your job from now on. Don't say anything. Don't speak. So, anyway. Let me read the chat. See what you guys have to say about that. Everybody enjoying the show so far? We're two hours and two minutes in. About to do the religious bullshit stuff. Got a big section of religious bullshit. And a burn. Wicked burn. That belongs to you. No one get in that hole. <laughs> Taking me out of context. Hells yeah. Um... Meanwhile, children are dying. I know, right? Depressing. I, like, cried showing that little picture of that kid face down in the Rio Grande. <sighs> Hard to think about that kind of shit. Uh, wonder if he was circumcised. Uh, your question. 
So is everybody lag behind me? Don't know. Uh, she's a keeper? Definitely a keeper. Well, she's quiet. But, yeah, everybody says stupid things, you know. Dusty, talk about circumcision. I just talked about circumcision. I talked about my big, floppy, uncircumcised dick and how it's like a hollow, gray, wrinkled elephant's trunk or some shit. Didn't hear that? Okay, anyway. Let's check on the Super Chats. Super Chats. I traded my daughter for 104 skins? To compensate? Yep, I know, right? Why did I trade my daughter for these foreskins? I don't even want this bag of dicks. Deduct is $15. When I was in school, if you busted your head open, just a bit of blue tissue and you were sent back to class. I know, right? Man, I got fucking beat to shit back. I, I got my head busted open several times and never went to the doctor. Uh, like, cracked open, bleeding, no stitches or nothing. They just, like, put a Band-Aid on it and, like, slapped me on the ass, told me to go on my way. Like, rub some dirt in it. So, yeah, that dude is just definitely milking that shit. It's obvious. Tubian, $3.23, $5, maximizing pleasure and minimizing suffering. If everyone did that, what a better world it would be. I totally agree. But you can't do that on a selfish level. Like, you have to do that on a universal scale. You have to make sure that what that you're doing that and you're including other people into that. You just can't be maximizing your pleasure and minimizing your suffering because then that makes you a sociopath. And that's no good. So definitely have to uh, do it in an empathetic way, but totally. H.S. Ross, $5. We very much appreciate your giving up the easy money of right-wing grip and standing up for the truth. Much love and support. Hey, I appreciate it. Like, you guys have been really good about supporting me. And, uh, like, I'm not making a ton of money or anything, but I, I, I guess I'm doing enough to live off of. So it's fine for me. Like I, like I said before, the only real reason I'd want money, like a lot of money, is to give it away to people. Anything more than that, anything more than just, like, basically what I need to live on is, is too much. Like, this hoarding money. So it's all good. Like, I don't really need all that. I don't need to be as famous and popular as Tim Pool or anything. Seems like a hassle, sort of. With your thick glasses, can you do an impression of Bubbles from Trailer Park? It's for Chelsea. What do you mean, thick glasses? These aren't that fucking thick. What does Bubbles say? I'm trying to think. Uh, Something's fucky. That's a good kitty right there. Where's the weed at? Is that Bubbles? That's the best Bubbles I can do right there. Sorry. But thank you for that. I will have to work on my Bubbles impersonation. Ricky, what are you boys doing? All right. Mm. Deep fry it. We'll do. Don't know what you're talking about, but do you have a pet rabbit? No, I used to raise rabbits, uh, but I let them all go because uh, I raised them for food and for meat, and I uh, butchered a couple of them, and I felt so guilty after I butchered them that I basically let them all go, and I destroyed the natural habitat of the Ozark Mountains forever by releasing a species into the wild that is not indigenous and was not supposed to be there. So... Yeah, I fucked everything up, didn't I? Uh, you've gotten rusty. Hells yeah, Dusty. You've gotten rusty. Why are you playing those video games? That's a, that's a good kitty right there. Um, hey, Dusty. How do you feel about Sam Harris like this? I feel about him like this, and then I feel about him like this. So, next up, I'm going to do some religious bullshit. And, uh, oh my god. Hard to believe this shit's real, but it is, folks. By the way, if you guys uh, like my religious bullshit stories, what are you doing? What is happening here? Get the fuck off. Anyway, um, if you guys like my religious bullshit stories, most of them I just steal directly from Hemet Meta, the uh, friendly atheist. Gross. Blow your nose, Dusty. Um, you guys might remember, might remember Hemet Meta. Me and him had like a feud a while back when I said that racist shit about black people committing crimes. 
he called me out for it and we got a feud i was like fuck you him at meta and he was like i like you dusty i just want you to publicly apologize and i was like fuck you i'm never publicly apologizing for anything i do i'm perfect and he was like but dude you're clearly being racist stop being racist and apologize and i was like hell no nah, motherfucker eat a dick and uh, anyway so him and i feuded for a while but now I like him, and he likes me, and I basically steal his show for all my religious bullshit stuff. So he uh, runs The Friendly Atheist, which you can find at Pathios. It's the friendlyatheist.pathios.com, and it's a great site to stay up to date on all the crazy-ass religious stuff that's going on in the world. And a Florida principal who wanted to be politically neutral about Holocaust loses his job. No fucking shit, dude. You goddamn idiot. The Florida principal who said he couldn't teach kids more about the Holocaust because as a public school, they had to remain neutral on political issues has been removed from his position. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Not everyone believes the Holocaust happened, he wrote, according to emo records obtained by the Palm Beach Post, through a public records request. And you have your thoughts, but we are a public school and not all of our parents have the same beliefs, dude. Seriously. <sighs> I think the Holocaust at this point is pretty universally accepted. It's like not teaching evolution or some shit, right? You don't have to be neutral on fucking everything. You can teach real-life shit that happened. It's obvious that you don't believe it, and so you don't want to fucking teach it because you don't believe it, but you don't believe it because you're dumb, and you shouldn't be the principal of anything, and it's a good thing you got fired. Good riddance to bad garbage. And, uh, let me skip that one because that one sucks. Oh, God, this fucking Alabama mayor. So this Alabama mayor basically went public, and uh, I guess he didn't mean to go public. He posted something on his Facebook that was public that he thought was private, but it kind of showed you his real thoughts. And what he posted was the only way – he's talking about uh, gays and stuff. The only way to change it would be to kill the problem out. I know it's bad to say, but without killing them out, there's no way to fix it. So, yeah, he gave a half-hearted apology, like – the kind of apology i'm sorry if you were offended that i want to murder gay people it was not my intention to offend you but yeah on the website for the small town of carbon hills alabama mayor mark chambers he did this on the official website that was another thing i should work out positions himself as a believer in hard work dedication and making fair decisions for the city who chose to get involved in local politics because he thought the town was not going in a positive direction uh, but it was noted last month he's giving some of his constituents, particularly left-leaning and LGBT ones, cause to worry about what direction he might prefer. He wrote in a Facebook post that he initially thought was private that the only solution to stopping certain liberal groups was from getting more rights than the majority was to kill the problem out. I know it's bad to say, but without killing them out, there's no way to fix it. He later told reporters he was not concerned about criticism from the people of Carbon Hill following his remarks. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Nobody will give a shit. Uh, but they did. Earlier this week, protesters staged a die-in at Chambers' offices with members of the public calling for his resignation. Some asked how exactly he would like to kill them. One protester carried a sign that read, If you kill me, my ghost will haunt you. Moreover, two members of Carbon Hill's council resigned as a result of Chambers' assertion. So yeah, you might want to worry about it, motherfucker. So then, of course, he came out with a half-hearted bullshit apology. I would like to make a public apology to my community. Although I believe my comment was taken out of context. Oh, goddamn, fuck you. And was not targeting the LGBT community. Then who else are you talking about? Who, who do you have to kill the problem out? Uh, you're literally saying without killing them out, there's no way to fix it. How? What context? How? What the fuck? Like, all of my questions. I know that it was wrong to say anybody should be killed. Then why'd you say it, motherfucker? 
I am truly sorry that I have embarrassed our city. Well, resign, bitch, immediately. If you're that sorry, you've humiliated your entire town. You made it look bad. Resign. You obviously can't represent the town correctly anymore, so you don't deserve to be there. Right? And uh, speaking of all the free speech warriors and the GOP on the conservative side, apparently 67% of them say flag burners should lose citizenship. So setting a piece of cloth with ink on it on fire, boom, you lose all your rights. That's how little these motherfuckers actually care about the Constitution. They just play lip service to all this shit, but they don't really give a fuck. They don't care about your free speech. They would take all of our free speech away in a goddamn heartbeat if they got the opportunity. So where are all the free speech warriors on YouTube talking about this? Where are all the ones who are constantly talking about how the left hates free speech? Why do they never mention this shit? Why are they calling this out? Is it because it doesn't fit in their narrative? Is that why? Yes. Yes, that is why. That is 100% exactly why. And, uh... Like Kanye fucking West, dude. I love Kanye West music. Like Kanye West is one of my favorite musicians of all time. But goddamn, this guy is a fucking dink when it has to do with anything else besides fucking music. And uh, even like even some of his music shit is is, is dinkish. But self-styled philosopher Kanye West was explaining the creative process behind his line of Adidas Yeezy shoes to Forbes when he brought up how the Bible plays an important role in his thinking. So brace yourself for some of the dumbest shit you'll hear all day. And yes, it is. Let's hear this idiot. I'll be working on home designs and looking at references from 3,000 years ago and reading the Old Testament at the same time. So it's like a soundtrack to the visuals and the shapes and the ideas and ideals of what we're creating. I mean, it's no wonder this guy's a Trump supporter, like a Trump fan, because he talks just like Trump. Like, there's, it's like a dim bulb. Like, you can see there's not much going on up there. Like, when it comes to music, somehow he's a genius. But when it comes to anything else, it's like a, a hamster running in a wheel. It's just sad to watch. A lot of my uh, creative friends, I, I let them, I tell them, like, the Bible is better than Pinterest. You can bring something into space and time we exist in while reflecting thousands of years of truth. Okay, it says, you should keep my statutes. You should not let your cattle breed with a different kind. You should not sow your field with two kinds of seed, nor shall you wear a garment of cloth made of two kinds of material. And... So genius. So everything you're wearing right now is all one material. You're not wearing anything whatsoever that has multiple materials in it, Kanye. Seriously. And he's literally quoting the book of the Bible that says you can beat your slaves and, and shit like that. So uh, a little bit cherry picking there, Kanye. I tell the my apparel team that the clothes that we're using, like the single material. I remember sending uh, a manager I used to work with a really rude email about how every time he wore this wool jacket with leather sleeves, he set culture back by 10 years. So now I can send him the verse from the Bible that says, you should not wear a garment of cloth made of two kinds of material. God, such a fucking goddamn moron. But anyway, uh, him and Meta does a great job of roasting him for this and uh, pointing out some other Bible verses that are in the same book of the Bible. See if I can find it down here. 
If a man sleeps with a female slave who is promised to another man, but who has not been ransomed or given her freedom, there must be due punishment, yet they are not to be put to death because she had not been freed. The man, however, must bring a ram to the entrance of the tent of meeting for a guilt offering to the Lord. With the ram of the guilt offering, the priest is to make atonement for him before the Lord for the sin he has committed, and his sin will be forgiven. That's right. You know, if you rape a female slave, just give a ram. You're fine and shit. And uh, don't really see Kanye quoting that shit out of the Bible, do you? I wonder why. Hmm. Could it be? Because he's a fucking moron that has no idea what he's talking about ever, ever, ever? Probably. And... Oh, God, Mississippi's such a fucking mess, dude. It's so depressing sometimes. Like, I like Mississippi. I think it's a good place to live. But our politicians, you know, it's just sad. Anyway, by now you are familiar with the Mike Pence rule, which essentially says a prominent Christian man can't be alone with a woman who is not his wife. While these men say it's a smart policy for both sides, no, no, it's not. Because it prevents any shenanigans. Are you that fucked up where you really think there's going to be a problem i mean if, if you're really so scared about being alone with a woman because you're afraid she's going to accuse you of sexual harassment that's fucking on you dude right like if you don't think that you could control yourself better than that then that says more about you than anything else it's just sad because it prevents any shenanigans or outside insinuations of its shenanigans some women would argue it prevents them from doing even basic professional tasks yes yes that's exactly what it does like interviewing the vice president or discussing foreign affairs yes you're acting like children and it absolutely interferes with you acting like adults anyway that's why journalists at mississippi today asked the three gop nominees if they could dis if they could shadow their campaigns in the final weeks candidates bill waller and lieutenant governor tate Reeves said yes to reporter adam uh State Rep. Robert Foster below, however, refused access to reporter Larison Campbell because she's a she. In fact, his team refused to let her follow Foster unless there's a male chaperone by her side. In two phone calls last week, or this week, Colton Robinson, Foster's campaign director, said a male colleague would need to accompany this reporter on an upcoming 15-hour campaign trip because they believe the optics of the candidate with a woman, even a working reporter, could be used to smear campaign to insinuate an extramarital affair. What the fuck, dudes? No one's going to fucking smear you with extramarital fare because you're talking to a goddamn reporter and she's doing a story on you? What are you even talking about? It's like children, man. It's just, we have infants fucking running everything in this country right now. It's no wonder we're the laughingstock of the fucking world in a lot of ways. And, oh God, okay, I'm just going to play this shit. I don't even have to fucking even tell you what it says. I can just fucking play it. Lord spoke to me that morning and I'd had three dreams. I went, and in those three dreams, we flew out on a Monday morning at that 6 o'clock flight. I landed at 8.30 and was going in surgery at 9.30. And I didn't tell anyone this, but in three dreams, I saw my leg getting amputated. And I said, Lord, and I know there wasn't, it wasn't a fear, it wasn't anything else. I said, something's not right today. And I'm sitting there, and they go in, and they put the IV in me, etc. And all of a sudden, I said to, to the doctor, I said, sir, I said, uh, how long, meaning how long will the surgery be? And he said, oh, we're just waiting. They changed the anesthesiologist. And the moment he said that, I turned to John. I said, grab my phone right now. John goes back in the office, grabs my phone, and all of a sudden a prophet that's a very dear friend calls me from Ghana and said, Ma, you're on a table right now. Get the IV out of your arm. There's a demonic timeline to try to take your life. 
I looked at the doctor. I said, get me off of this table right now. She said, so, I'm, I'm going in surgery. Is this not true, baby? John's looking at me like I'm crazy, but he knows when I hear the Holy Spirit, there's nothing you can do. I looked at him and I said, sir, you're not going to understand this, but I'm about to save your practice and I'm about to save my life. I said, because they have intercepted and there's a demonic timeline to take my life today. And God had confirmed it to me through three dreams and I had not said a word to anybody. The prophet calls up and he says, Ma, you're laying on this and there's a demonic. He said, you can have surgery, but not on this day. And I knew. And I said, get this IV out of me. And they said, oh, we'll get your regular anesthesiologist. He'll come at two o'clock. I said, get the IV out of my arm or I'm ripping it out of my arm. You can't do surgery on me today. What a crazy fucking bitch, man. Can you imagine being her doctor? You're like, I don't want to do surgery on you anyway. Just die. Just die. You're so fucking ignorant. Anyway, I don't know if she believes any of this or not, but the people that she's conning definitely believe it. And it's just so silly and sad to see. And uh, by the way, this is a uh, Trump spiritual advisor. In case I didn't make that clear. This is the, the kind of people that the president is listening to, quote unquote. Like, I don't know how much he's really listening to any of these people, but this is the people he's associating himself with and he's pretending that he's listening to and are counseling him on spiritual matters. So this is how fucked America is, folks. Those of you from other countries who are wondering, just how fucked is America? Is it as fucked as I think it is? Yeah, it's even more fucked than that. And uh, here's something I want to correct the record on because even I fell for this, and this is something I mentioned on the last show. Apparently there is a Christian group against the little mermaid movie that has 30,000 members and i mentioned that on the i think that i think i mentioned that on the last podcast or the one before that but anyway it turns out it's fake i got fooled it happens and uh apparently it used to be a group for something else and then they changed the name to something else and they changed the name to something else and it has 30,000 members in it but most of the members are not involved in it because they hate the little mermaid now some are and like a lot of it is racist and a lot of them are fucking pieces of shit but the group itself is uh it's, it's kind of fake and supposed to be trollish. So when I said that there was a group that has a probably Little Mermaid of Christians and it has over 30,000 members in it, I was wrong, and I would like to correct the record. Uh, my bad, bad Dusty, bad Dusty. I should be punished, and I shall punish myself later. So, click on, bitch! And, uh, oh God, I already played that one. So, at a Catholic church last week, Catholic preacher got up there and he was like, hey, you know who we should forgive? Catholic priests who are raping all your children. Yeah, let's just forget them. They made a mistake, but oopsies. Who without us hasn't raped a child? And so, like, dozens of the congregation got up and fucking walked out. No goddamn shit, dip. And, uh, anyway, around 70 Catholics walked out of a service after retired priest Ulrich, oh, God, whatever his name is, urged everyone to practice forgiveness for predator priests who had been found guilty of molesting children. Zirkelin was trying to make the case that no one is purely evil and that the pedophiles are also good clerics in their communities. But the church members, some of whom were reportedly victims of sexual abuse, weren't having it. Yeah, I would think not. God damn it. Read the audience, dude. Several parishioners reportedly interrupted the 79-year-old Zorkum and tried to argue with him. A worshiper told uh, Kirch Unliben that the situation became chaotic. And the priest was not able to finish the sermon. I wouldn't fucking think so. I'm surprised they even spoke up against him. You know, usually they just sit there and take it, give them money. Here's more money to cover up child rape. We love Jesus. That's what Catholics usually do. So I guess kudos to them for actually speaking up for fucking once. When asked about the reaction his sermon caused among worshipers, Zirkin said that it was a real shock. I know, total shock. I can't believe they wouldn't just do what I said. They would actually speak out against me. Don't they know I'm a priest? No one ever fucking spoke out against me before. 
Yeah, where people are starting to, motherfuckers. Things are changing. Better get used to it. He lamented that he was unable to get his point across. Yeah, <laughs> good. Especially the biblical importance meaning of forgiveness to what he called the screaming mob. Yeah, dude. <sighs> good thing he's retired. Get him out of there. But the Catholic Church as a whole needs to be eradicated. And I'm not saying like forcibly eradicated. I think the people just need to be shamed. Everybody who gives money to the Catholic Church should be shamed. It should be, a, should be publicly shamed because you are, you know, pedophile enablers that's 100 percent what you are you're giving money to an international cabal of child rapists so fuck you i guess that's the word i'm looking for and oh shit look at this chick <laughs> so this chick is married to a preacher and they have this uh, i think they have a christian school they run uh, and she is well known for telling all the other girls that they dress like whores and they need to dress more modestly. You're tempting all the boys the way you're dressing. Well, it turns out that she started sending naked pictures of herself to 15 and 16 year old boys in the school and asking them to fuck her. Yeah. Shannon Griffin, who taught kindergarten, is charged with five counts of criminal sexual assault, one count of solicitation of child pornography, one count of distribution of harmful materials, and one count of grooming. She is due in bond court Wednesday. She would write me up and other girls, and like, how ironic that you're telling us how to dress, how to be modest, and be Christian woman, and you turn around doing the exact opposite. They're talking about uh, Griffin was also apparently known around the school as being the teacher who told girls to dress more modestly. Yep, she's the one sitting naked pits of herself and shit. Of course, they're always fucking hypocrites, all these religious people, even the women a lot of times. I just want that teenage dick. Just can't handle it. Need that teenage dick, don't you? But, uh, did you get it? I think so. Not really sure the teenagers are into you very much. Anyway, I'm sure she's lovely in her own way. And oh fucking god, way to show the level of goddamn Christ, you fucking asshole. South Carolina church kicks out a blind man for having his service dog at his side. Literally, this guy came to church for the first time, and with his service dog, he's legally blind, and they kicked him out of the fucking church. What the fuck? This well-behaved dog just sitting there. Uh, you can't have that dog in here, he said to Birch. He was questioning me like he didn't believe me, Birch said. I was totally humiliated. Birch left immediately, called his mother to pick him up, and sat on the patio until she got there. The entire interaction, he said, lasted five minutes. I was sad, he said. I was frustrated. I was in shock. And, of course, the church is like, we didn't do anything wrong. Churches and synagogues are exempt from the Americans with Disabilities Act, so we don't have to fucking be nice to people with disabilities. Jesus says we don't have to. Makes me mad. And just like Hemet says, there's the Christian love for you. We don't have to follow the law because we have Jesus. And that's exactly what the fuck they're doing. So anyway, way to show the love of Christ. Keep it up. You're creating more atheists than anything I could ever do. And so Christians are freaking out all over the goddamn country because the Church of Satan and uh, atheists are challenging them on their invocations. Like before they have uh, community meetings and whatnot. Um public meetings for you know, different things like school boards all over the country. Basically they do Christian invocations before the meetings. And obviously they can't do that without allowing other people to give invocations too. And so atheists and Satanists are suing to do invocations. And so they've won and they've had to let atheists and Satanists do in these invocations and they're freaking the fuck out now. So basically like, okay, fine. We just won't have invocations at all. You know, we'd rather have nobody get to say a prayer, then allow free speech and allow fucking Satanists to do it. So basically a Satanist, uh, I, I showed it on the last show, nailed it, gave a fucking awesome invocation. But after that, they're like, nope, 
We're voting to have all invocations ended forever now. Can't have you fucking Satanists doing exactly the same thing Christians do. Like, good. Fucking what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if you guys, if we can't do it, then you guys can't do it. Keep them honest. And, uh, Baptist preachers show the love of Christ as they always do. Pastor Jason D. Robinson is the head of Mountain Baptist Church in West Virginia. It's one of those new independent fundamentalist Baptist cults where every other sermon is about how LGBTQ people should be executed by the government because that's what the Bible teaches. Yesterday's sermon was no exception. He even prefaced it by saying, maybe I'll take, maybe I'll be taken down from YouTube for this, but I don't really care, which is always a promising start for a hate preacher. The first time he even mentions gay people, he refers to them as a bunch of pedophiles, molesting children. They should be put to death. It's what the Bible teaches. I wish I could show you this, but the video was removed. Uh, YouTube is pretty good about removing this hate speech shit. Um, yeah, when they're talking about killing homos and they throw homos up. Basically, he's talking about ISIS and how ISIS is doing the right thing. Uh, what really caught my attention was his praise for Islamic Sharia law for getting it right on the issue of homosexuality, where gay men had been thrown off world rooftops by Islamic radicals. And he says, yeah, when they're talking about killing homos and they're throwing homos off building, listen, the Bible says stoned, but you know, you can get creative on how you do the death penalty, I guess. When the Bible says that it's, it says to hang them, but critics are like, oh, therefore Sharia law, Islam is wicked. No, that's the Bible. And you better be careful on what you're condemning when you're against Islam. Now, I'm against Islam six ways to Sunday, okay? It's a wicked religion, and it was started by a pedophile. So, yeah, I'm against Islam. It's a wicked religion. But I'm not going to be against Islam when they're actually doing something the Bible teaches. So, yeah, man. As long as ISIS is killing gay people, I'm all for it, right? Hooray, Muslims kill all those homos. So, everybody that keeps saying, why do gays still need gay pride? Why are they fucking still fighting for rights and shit? You have all the legal protections everybody else has. You're equal now. No. Literally still have people publicly calling for their murder in public constantly. That's why they still need rights. That's why they're still fighting for pride and all that shit because, you know, they're still demonized. (sighs) Obvious. And yeah, I guess I'll read some of the chats first. So I got a few stories left. Show's running out quickly. About your final chance to get some super chats in. So if you want to support the show, be sure to support the show because we do an awful lot of good work here at the Human Society of Mississippi. And uh, hopefully other people in Mississippi are seeing what we're doing and hopefully it's spreading the good word about humanism and atheism. Don't know. But my neighbors seem to have good things to say, so that's all good. Um... Your parents being able to take you to a doctor when you had a head injury that made you nauseous is why we need Medicare for all. Absolutely. Like, my dad wasn't able to go to the doctor a lot of times, and that was, I think, what led to his death. I mean, yeah, he was snorting cocaine while he's having anal sex with a girl much younger than him, and his heart exploded in his chest. Sure, that happened. But still, he needed to go to checkups and shit that he couldn't afford that may have prevented his heart exploding in his chest from cocaine binge and anal sex. So, I don't know. H.S. Ross, so glad to hear you stopped killing the bunnies. Yep, me too. Sorry to hear about their release. If anyone has rabbits who need homes, some sanctuaries will take them. I had so many. Like, we had this in fenced-in area, and there was probably, uh, I don't know, 50 in there. And uh, like I said, I couldn't kill them, so I just released them into the wild. And hopefully they didn't destroy the ecosystem too much. That would be sad. But anyway. Britain has blocked porn. You need to prove your age for access because the children. Well, I'm never going to Britain. Fuck that shit. 
No, like I say always, you can take my porn when you pry it out of my crusty, cold hand, right? Thank you for that. H.S. Ross, has anyone thought about where the line is between making fun of the clearly intellectually disabled and making fun of people like Kanye and Dave Rubin? I have. I don't think that they're clearly mentally disabled. I think that they should know better, and they don't because they don't research anything that they're talking about, and they just are stupid on purpose, so it's okay to make fun of them for being dumb. But if they did actually have some kind of mental disability, I would feel worse about making fun of them. I definitely don't think either one of them has any kind of real mental disability, though. So, Fair game, in my opinion. So, anyway, more Super Chats, please. Light below the show. Please support the show, folks. I can really use it. Uh, like I said, I'm losing a lot of money doing this show every month, so... I'm starting to wonder if I'm going to be able to continue to do this show or I might have to limit the show to one show a week and just do regular videos or something because it was getting a lot of support at first, but it's getting less support now. So really, honestly, if you like the art, if you really like this long form content, please consider supporting it. You know, either by finding a Patreon or buying a t-shirt or, or Super Chats, whatever you can do, definitely appreciate it. And uh, let's see what we got here. Yep. Here's my Discord server for anybody that wants to go to my Discord server. Um, Lots of good chat on there. I have a pretty good audience, and so there's a lot of cool people to hang out with if you want to find like-minded people to hang out with. All right, I'm going to go ahead. I regret passing up on some eight last time I was in Kentucky. Uh, Eight ball, does that mean cocaine? I haven't done cocaine in a long time. I only did it a couple times when I was in um, Denver, but I don't know. You have to do way too much cocaine, so... Yeah, I know you need me. Like I'm doing the best I can here, folks. Like I'm trying to make this shit work. I've been working hard. I haven't missed a show. This is my uh, this is show 42, so I've done what 38 shows in a row now. So I'm like not missed one. I'm trying my best to make this work. Ho- hopefully, you guys will like share the videos. One thing, one big thing you guys can do, like as soon as the show is over, it uploads the show to YouTube. You can come back, like the video, share the video, and comment on the video. Uh, engagement is what YouTube is looking for. That's what the algorithm is looking for. And if you guys will come back and do that, that really fucking helps. If you can't afford to support it any other way, at least that. And of course, like sharing it on your social media, sharing it on your Facebook, sharing it on whatever forums you hang out in or Discord you're hanging out in. You know, stuff like that. It really goes a long way. So uh, I'd appreciate any help you guys can give me to make this a success. And if you guys want to see me keep doing it, please consider doing that. All right. Uh, fuck these monkeys. I'm about to get depressed. I'm about to get mad. Right-wingers denounce asylum seekers. Guy doesn't pander to the lawless. And it's just this shit, man. It's like they just prove over and over again how much the bad guys they are, how evil they are. And now I'm not saying all Christians are like this. I'm not even saying most Christians are like this. I'm just saying so many of them at the top that they listen to and that they support are like this that it definitely deserves to be called out and shamed into non-existence. So let's just have a listen to these fucking assholes. This is demonic to me. Look, this is the spirit of Antichrist. Where people want to admit it or not, it's the spirit of lawlessness, Butch. And, and look, I, I may be a little hardcore about this, but, you know, I, I'm getting sort of sick and tired of the media and I'm getting sick and tired of these left wing politicians blaming President Trump for the horrendous conditions at these detention centers. I got news for you, my friend. If they don't want bad, bad conditions at a detention center, don't come across our border illegally. You've right. got the greatest you've got the greatest center in the world at your home. You don't if you're complaining about not getting toothpaste and soap at a detention center, I got a remedy for that. Go home. Go home and find your toothpaste and so... Damn it, do you understand these fucking people are fleeing their homes because it's dangerous? They're just trying to find a better life for their families and they're not crossing the border illegally. They're fucking trying to get asylum. It is a legal process, dude. What in the fuck? Like, how do you not know this? How are you so ignorant and so hateful at the same time? I mean, I guess that kind of answers itself, right? Goes without saying. 
soap at your house. Maybe you'll find some there. We're not obligated, Butch. I just don't feel like God has put it on America's tab to pander to the lawless. God doesn't pander to the lawless. God commands all men what? He's saying in the book of Acts. God has commanded every man now to repent. And when we repent and we come to God, he has his arms wide open in mercy. But if you're rebellious and you're obstinate and you're prideful and you refuse to come God's way, you forsake your mercy. These fucking shithead, dude. They're just fascist goddamn shitheads. I mean, like I said, these people are just trying to make a better life for themselves and their family. They're doing exactly what you would do. And they're not doing anything illegal. They're coming here trying to get granted asylum because where they live is dangerous, much of which is because of U.S. foreign policy. Us, you and me, we are forced to give our tax money to the government, and they're going and they're interfering in these countries and making countries more dangerous and less safe for these people to live in. And so, yes, they're coming to our shores to try to find asylum so they can have a better life. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we should treat them with respect. We should understand exactly what they're doing and have empathy for them. And you don't have that empathy because you're just a piece of goddamn shit. Evil. That's what you motherfuckers are. Evil as fuck. And, uh, I did that one. All right, I guess I'll finish off on this story. Just finish off on some depressing shit. Talking about how good the economy is. Oh, jobs. Everybody's got jobs, right? Everything's going so good in the Trump economy. And something that fucking TJ was talking about, right? Three years ago. Trump is all fucking populist. He's going to come in the economy and bring all the jobs back. Eye-popping analysis shows top 1% gained $21 trillion in wealth since 1989, while the bottom half lost $900 billion, right? This is exactly what is happening. Yeah, we have jobs. Yeah, we have more jobs, but more of the jobs are part-time. More of the jobs are independent contractors. They don't pay benefits. More of them are low-paying, where most of the money is being siphoned directly from the United States citizens to the top 1%. It's the same thing that's always fucking happened, always, 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 which is exactly why I went on the Drunken Peasants, three against one, and I debated them. And Of course, I wasn't worried about it, because <laughs> those guys, seriously. But, you know, that's why I did it. I was trying to stop this strapping and talk about it and just, uh, nope. Didn't work, did it? Didn't really work out for Deep Dick Dusty. As usual, wonk, wonk, got owned. But anyway, sad, sad, sad. More of the same. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer, the middle class is being wiped out, and I'm frustrated. Like, I've been trying to fight against this so heavily, and it just seems like the odds are stacked against me, right? The people making all the money are people like Crowder just doing gay slurs all day or people, you know, like Tim Pool continuously shitting on liberals and going to the White House. And that's what's making it. And anybody that tries to fix this shit, you know, we just get shit on. And it's just, I hate to bitch. I guess I should quit that. That's that's not very becoming. I apologize. You guys are supporting me and I really appreciate it. And I don't want you to think for a second that I'm not very appreciative for everything you guys have done for me. So I almost stop bitching. I'm sorry about that. So let's finish up with final super chats last chance to get your super chat in very very last chance the show's about to end so if you're gonna do it fucking do it all right uh, keep up the good work dusty thank you love hope i really appreciate that i will keep up the good work uh play banjo nope i don't play the banjo i know that i talk with a southern accent and i look a bit like a redneck i look like i could be from deliverance and i could you know put on your pants and be like squeal like a pig but I wouldn't do that because that's wrong. 
and uh, I don't swing that way. So anyway, thank you for that. I appreciate that. What you guys got to say in the chat before I end the show? Did you guys enjoy the show tonight? How can I improve? Or is there no room for improvement? Let's see. Hey, cocaine. Love the smell of it. It does smell delicious. The porn block is an age warning. Mobile networks have done this for years. All they've changed is add it to the landlines. Okay, that still sounds silly. I mean, what kid is not just going to say, yeah, I'm 40, obviously. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Uh, I guess they're doing whatever they think they got to do. Uh, I'm assuming women prefer cut. I've read some articles citing stats, but they may have been biased, agenda-driven. I think in America, women prefer cut. I think that a lot of that's to do with the media, though, and the uh, societal pressures, you know, what's considered normal. I think in other countries, it's it's much more common to be uncircumcised, and so there's not much of, as much of a stigma on it. So, yeah, I think it's sort of an American thing. We definitely need to grow past it, in my opinion. Yeah, heard her. Just don't break the law. End the story. Everything is black and white. I know it's so frustrating. Don't want these people. It's like dealing with children. Cult of Dusty. Sounds like your dad lived and died like a rock star. My my dad did kind of live and die like a rock star. He's a real nice guy. Uh, he was a lifetime, lifelong atheist. Um, I was a Christian thought I was 33 because he wasn't really around too much. He was too busy, like, banging half the town. He wasn't, like, a really uh, solid um, mate for my mom, so she kicked his ass to the curb. Although, my mom did marry my dad three different times. No shit. She married the same dude three different times, which is like going to the refrigerator, taking out the milk, and realizing it's disgusting and putrid and rotten, and then putting it back in the refrigerator and thinking, hmm, I bet this will be better tomorrow. So, but also, she had three kids by him, and uh, every time she got pregnant by him, she married him. So I can figure out what happened here, man. She just couldn't say no to the dude. Every time he'd come, you know, knocking on the door, she'd open the door and get pregnant, and she'd be like, well, I don't want no bastard, so we gotta get married again. So he's like, okay. So married him three different times, man. But, you know, I guess my mom was an optimist. And I'm not saying this to shit up my mom, because my mom's fucking awesome, man. I got so lucky by having my mom. She was amazing. But yeah, didn't marry the dude three different times. But anyway, yeah, he uh, didn't do much with his life. He lived a very, very modest life, but he sure did party hard. I'll give him that. Anyway, uh, finish up on the Super Chats. H.S. Ross, $5. In addition to fleeing conditions created by U.S. foreign policy, they are also fleeing climate change to do storms, floods, and droughts. Very, very good point. If you guys think the immigration crisis their refugee crisis is bad now just wait you know five or ten years from now when it's millions and millions and millions of people that are displaced by global warming um it's just chomsky noam chomsky uh, has some interesting articles where he talks about this like we haven't seen anything yet so we're definitely going to be tested as a people how empathetic we are and we're, and we're def- definitely going to see just how unlike christ christians are when this all happens i can guarantee you and H.S. Ross says, I'd still recommend doing more collabs. The right on YouTube is good about building its networks, and I think it would, I guess, benefit the left to catch up and do so. Yeah, I've thought about doing more collabs, but at the same time, the problem with having people on the show is that you, you kind of have to answer for the people you have on the show, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you kind of get tied to them. Like, uh, like for example, I'm pretty sure people like ContraPoints don't want to come on the show, even though I'm pretty sure she likes me. 
and uh, she's seen the show. And H Bomber guy, he's like been in the audience before. I'm pretty sure he likes me too. And but he won't come on the show either. And it's because they don't want to have to answer to people saying, "Are you aware that Dusty made racist jokes in the past? Why are you going on his show? Basically, you're supporting that shit." And I can understand why they don't have to defend that. They don't have to defend everything I've ever done by being associated with me. And I kind of feel that way too because I've taken a lot of shit from having Bosch on the show. I've lost like several Patreons, and I've had lots of people bitch at me and call me a rape apologist and shit. And it's just a hassle. Like, I'm starting to wonder if I want to have people on the show or just, you know, because if I only have me on the show, I only have to answer for myself. And that's a lot easier. But I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, don't miss the super chats above mine. Did I miss some? Uh, I don't think I missed any. Play banjo. Got that. Keep up the word. Good work. I got that. Has anyone thought about where the line is between making fun? I did that one. I did that one. I did that one. I think I did all of them. I don't think I missed any. But if I missed any, I'm very, very sorry. I uh, I apologize. I'm doing my best to, to answer them all, and it's hard to do this live. So, anyway, thank you, HS Ross. So that's it, folks. That's the end of the show. I hope you fucking guys enjoyed it. I will be back. Uh, is today Friday or Monday? See, I lose track of the fucking days. Uh, all right, it's Friday, so I'll be back Monday. Before you know it, only two days. So 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern be back to entertain the shit out of you guys and if you guys like what i do please consider supporting me on patreon up to 449 dollars and uh always you can buy t-shirts from teespring.com there's a link in the fucking description of the video and uh that's it motherfuckers i sure appreciate it i sure love the fuck out of you guys and i will see you monday for a brand new show until then say it with me logic fuck yes H.S. Ross, there are plenty who will understand your change of heart, especially Faraday Speaks, who was a former righty, okay? Uh, how much Super Chat to give my poetry book a shout-out? It's just a little project I've been working on, but I need to mail it to you first. Ah, nah, if you got a PDF for it, you can just send it to me, um, and I'll give you a shout-out for your Super Chat. All right, that's it, folks. Love you guys. See you Monday. Good night, dudes.